Welcome everybody to another Angry Wargamer podcast. I am your host, Jason the Angry Wargamer, and it's just me and Drew tonight. Got another weekend in the flesh. Yeah. Lando's out partying. Yeah. <laughs> He's getting them bitches and hoes. There's nothing to do for it. Bitches and hoes. Hookers and blow. That's what we do on the weekends. Boats and hoes? No. Boats and hoes. <laughs> Boats and hoes. <laughs> Dude, if we're, if we're traveling in yachts, we, why the hell fuck are we doing a podcast in a goddamn basement? I don't fucking know. So somebody posted something, oh, before we get into anything, somebody posted something about the uh, uh, six stages of growing up as a, a guy, and the sixth stage is the mystic, where you're like 65 plus, and I feel like they should have added, oh, 35 was you need a beer for everything. Like, do you want a beer? You want a beer? And I was like, there should be a seven stages, and the sixth stage should be podcast. <laughs> you know what feels that way? Like, you hit that 35 to 40 area, and you're just like, you know what? I want to sit here and bullshit, but yeah. I want other people to listen to it. And I don't know why. Yep. It's like a weird, like, pseudo voyeurism. You're not really, you're not really sitting there, but you feel like you're having a bullshit conversation people. because that's the aesthetic you're playing with. Yeah. And that's fine by me because, yeah. like, fuck it. Like we're we're not pioneers here. This shit's been going on since my since my my son was a, a fucking zygote. So yeah, there's just like millions of podcasts out there. So we're trying to stand out, but we don't. We sound like everybody else. <laughs> Never try to be different from everyone else. Just try and differentiate yourself within the within the lane you're already riding in. It's all about the bumper stickers I got, you put on your car. I got really disappointed when I found out Wolf Glick and not Wolf Glick. Um, fuck Wolf's Den and. Somebody else had uh, their own fucking podcast, Nintendo podcast. Nice. Good for them. It's called like Nintendo. And I was like, God damn it. <laughs> like, We can't swing with the big dogs. <laughs> I don't care. Look, the, we, the weird crossovers we end up doing in all the interviews and shit we end up doing. It's just we're, we're, we're literally just throwing shit against the wall when it comes to those interviews. We have no rhyme or reason to it. No, I think they're, they're, I do. If I, The people we've done is interesting people. OK, except for I mean. I can't not not except for perp. The first one was because we're like, yeah, we're going to be magic. And then we were talking about magic like all the fucking time. We kind of still do talk about magic a lot. Like we're going to talk about magic tonight. obviously. Oh, boy. But like we were trying to stay to like a certain thing. And then I was like, and then we had Dr. Implausible. Or no, well, we had uh, Gaddis Gaming, I think was the next one. Yeah, I'm going to go with that. Sure. And I know well, you had Dr. Mitch, Implausible Mitch, eventually. Yeah. Gaddis, no, yeah, it was Gaddis Gaming. No, no, it was Shoshi's Minis, then Gaddis Gaming, then Doctor Implausible, and then we had that one uh, questionnaire interview that we put up on a blog on the website. It's not even like really a website. I got to develop like an actual website, I think. It's not hard to do. But yeah, so that blog is out there somewhere in the world. And uh, we also had Tara Sophia on because we, you know, we need to. She was part of an episode, though. Yeah, she was. Yeah. We still need to make a shirt for for Orlando sleeping. Yep. That's going to be funny. We sure do. Yeah, Fun Time was supposed to do that, but Fun Time turned into kind of a, uh, I don't know. It just is what it is. Yeah. <laughs> that He gave up developing his own fucking game to sell cardboard on TikTok. Like, how, <laughs> whatever. So he fell in with the rest of the MTG crowd? Yeah. That's what it feels fell like. back every- into it. Well, it's well a, it's he a started. Crack he started partying. He started partying with the fucking people that we did, like. <laughs> the all the fucking like actual bigots. He started partying with all of them again, and then, you know, they they survive on just giving gifts to people, and now he's just selling cardboard to basically them <laughs> on the fucking internet every Thursday. 
Hey, whatever so, works. Again, I don't know. No stress if you want to do your own thing. Oh, we had fun time. That was another one interview. Yeah, we even demoed his fucking game beforehand. Yeah. And we reviewed his game. Yeah. Yep. I eventually have another game to review. I just have to bring it with me next time. God damn it. I forgot that goddamn Yankees thing I have to give you. Fuck. The, uh, the Warhammer Open was this week, uh, this weekend at, in Chicago. Um, I did not go to it. <laughs> Busy life, dude. I'm not worried about it. No, well, that and I can't walk right now. But <laughs> It's gaming shit. Why, what walking do you have? No, I'm just joking. Yeah. Standing for long periods of time. Just don't no, your leg right would explode. Now. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so that happened this weekend. So I, we didn't, I didn't get a chance to go do that. I'm trying to figure out. So there's a that that convention we got invited to in Indiana in February, I think it is. I'm still trying to figure out if I'm going to that and how I'm going to get there. It's I think it's in Indy. Okay. I think. I don't know. It's a smaller convention. And I know some people doing like stuff there. And I'd I'd love to do like just fucking podcast the whole time and just get people who are playing games to talk about games and shit. Dude, that'd be great. Just get a collect. Just kind of get like a patchwork collection of things. Just do a little like word. Do a little sound collage of different interviews that you're doing. Just turn it into a fucking episode. Yeah. I also, I mean, there's shit that I want to buy too. Like, I want to get those uh, road mics to do like remote. Like, I could literally set this up in like a corner and just fucking <laughs> use those fucking, um, what's it like, whatever, long distance mics. So that would be fun. That way, I don't have to fucking carry everything with me. <laughs> well, you can just bring Orlando with you. He carry it all. <laughs> that is racist. <laughs> No, I'm just saying, like, you, you, if you need muscle, you gimpy bastard, we well, got to take it that way. Dude, I got to figure out, like, we had to come up with, like, some sort of cart and just, like, wheel it around. Like. I feel like that's how you get that shit knocked over and stolen. Right, yeah. But it'd be pretty funny anyways. Put it on, like, like one of those, like, RC things. Fu- like- <laughs> spend three grand on fucking travel podcast equipment, just have someone knock it over this and run away. This is basically travel sized. If I could find a way to put the fucking mixer underneath the... I mean, I guess I could stack it, get like a stack rack. Hey, Jay. What? What's the day today? I don't fucking know. <laughs> I love that. It's now just turned it's into like a, October. we don't fucking pay attention to that shit no more. October 8th. There you go. October 8th. It's spooky Christmas month, motherfucker. You got to be excited I mean, about it. You could have you super sleuthed it and looked up for the Warhammer Open in Chicago and figured out it was this weekend. <laughs> I just like fucking with you now because it's kind of become a little bit of an inside joke now. It's like, I think we actually missed it one episode. Theoretically right, possible, and, but the date's on the fucking podcast anyways. Well, I, it's uploaded the day after, remember? Well, I'm just saying. Oh, well, fair enough. But it's still, okay. Oh, who's going to be like, oh, well, they didn't upload it until the, if we're doing it the day after, they can just There's assume. There's a few I didn't <laughs> upload until like the week after. No, well, it was that, like that was the earlier ones where you were dragging ass hard. Yeah. And we were and we were still getting our feet under us. And what when we I wanted actually to do still with cared this. about editing. <laughs> I just I wish we didn't. Have, look, all I want is less dead air. I could give a fuck about that. Yeah. I can't imagine how much smaller those ep- episodes would be with all the dead air cut out of it. That's got to be like five minutes just right there. There's a program for that. I Fuck, man. There's just so much shit that I need to get. And um. I'd love to get just fucking to, Tara back on here. I was chatting with her on her uh, on her Twitch. We still stream. have to. We still have to get that other fucking person on. Which uh, Orlando's friend? Yeah. Um. Yeah. Uh. Fuck. I'm gonna forget her name. Uh, um. Crumbrion. Yeah. She's supposed to be on at some point, but it. She's in a different time zone, so lining shit up is a bit difficult, and she has work and shit, and that's in the way. But I'd love to actually get her on as well. That'd be yeah. fucking great. 
But yeah, that, that probably get try and get Pert back on again just because we haven't had him on in a while, and I kind of like just listening to him fucking go crazy. <laughs> and hopefully not insult him this time like I did last time. <laughs> I'd do it. I'd do it because it's just what you do. You bust their balls. Yeah. He's he's part of that crew where it's just like... I did catch him 100% off guard with some of those questions, though. Like, I wish it was better sound quality. Like, right. it, was, it was this quality we had now. Back then, oh man, because <laughs> he just kind of like stopped dead in his tracks. Like, uh, <laughs> hey man, don't tell don't tell somebody you're you're open to anything. Be like, fair enough. Yeah, it's, I mean, hey, I gave him like, is there anything you don't want me to touch? No, all right, we're hitting everything. <laughs> Remember when he got kicked in the fucking temple? What? Yeah. Bam! Son of a bitch. <laughs> Remember when we all watched you live get fucking roundhouse kicked to the back of the head? Like. <laughs> Dude, there's fucking like there, there's there's fucking uh, multiple channels who have like that little chunk of when he got fucking belted. Oh yeah, dude, it's all over the place. Dude took it like a champ though. Yeah, like I watched him just get. Oh, that guy like looked like he danced up like DJ from Street Fighter. Like, <laughs> <laughs> my man can tank a motherfucking hit though. That's why he. That's that's why he's my. That's why he's my brother. Look like the car stage from Street Fighter. You didn't get him anything for his. You didn't get him anything for his wedding, did you? You piece of shit. I did not. I forgot he got married. I got him some. Like teeth. I heard him I, get married. I got him some. Teeth I helped out. him move though. I sent him a hundred bucks to. That's fair. You yeah. you helped him somehow. That's all I yeah. give a shit about. And he's dude. He's happy where he is. His lady's happy. She's healthy. Everyone's doing good over there. And I'm never. I've never been fucking happier for people. Yeah. When his when his fucking um neighbor like fucking broke into his place i was like no bro get out and i sent him some money so yeah the fucking schizoid but they they knew about him (laughs) again when in the position he was like when i started following him was his gangly stoner burnout time when he was thin as a fucking rail and him and his lady were just fucking just hitting the bong just talking about mtg stuff and like watching the progression of him getting on his feet Getting help from his friends like uh, Jeremy from I'm going to call it Unsleeved Media because he's been doing Unsleeved Media videos recently. Really? Yes, he did. Two, he did two Dominator United box openings. Oh, that's right. He did say something about going back into MTG, even though MTG doesn't want his money. He, I don't think he's going pro again, though. Dude, I don't think. I don't, ever, think he I don't can. know if he ever was pro. He was pro. Was he in pro? Yeah, he, that's how he got what, banned. What, what format was he doing? I think it was standard. Well, so he was doing the same thing. He was doing the same thing Desolator Magic was doing. But Desolator Magic's only been really doing fucking arena shit. And even he's getting burned out on it. Yeah. Well, they straight up, they banned him off of all of the. He got his money back, though. He was he, he had did. an MTGO account and he had thousands of dollars in cards. And they're just like, we're just going to cancel your account. And he's like, see this little uh, lawyer thing here? Yeah, this says you give me my fucking money back or I'm going to yeah. come to your house. Dude's fucking making millions of dollars on YouTube right now because it was fucking, he's got a million fucking followers. Good for him. Yeah. Oh, fuck. I it, again. I'm. I, I wish everybody happy. And again, people. Have I, don't, their- I don't. I didn't want to see him get his like get fucking sucker punched at Gen Con. But like, dude, the way he fucking talks now, it's like. <laughs> it's just, again, when, <laughs> when you go the pro, pro, when you even if you're not intending to do it, and you do you cover provocative topics. There right. are always going to be motherfuckers who, who are who are looking to punch your number. Yeah. And it's just an ass whooping you got to take. I'm what? actually shocked no one's come at us for some of the shit we've talked about, but I think we're we've not been big pretty. Yeah. Dude, wait, dude, wait until considering you put the fights you poke online, eventually someone's going to come to your door. Oh, every time I poke a fight online, 
Someone's fucking checking the podcast out. So I'm just going to keep doing it, I guess. We at the podcast have no problem with hate watches. No, we've said that. <laughs> we will continue to say that. Please, if you, if you have a hate You're boner going to and the only make way you can run one out is just listening to our fucking rambling, God, God bless you. I would love to wipe my ass with the money I get from you crying and listening to us. <laughs> it's, uh, it's, it's just, that's the energy we have here. <laughs> our motto, our motto pretty much says it best. And I, I'm sorry, but it's just, it's, it stands the test of time at this point. Yeah. 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 We, we watch the, only you, thing we want that the best likes. for you, but you can go fuck yourself at the end of the day. Yeah. Oh, also major news. We have to change our intro music. So if you want to make us intro music, that'd be fucking fantastic. <laughs> we, will, we will. I'm assuming we're going to pay him for it. Yeah, we'll okay, pay good. for it. Yeah. But the fucking who the person, the, the website that I got it from originally was royalty free. So and the whole point was is we just had to be royalty free. And like that was it. They changed the name of the song. And now require $500 for the licensing for unlimited social media use. Fuck so that noise. Every video of ours on YouTube, which is basically like the archive version of the audio podcast, is just on YouTube in like a video format, I guess. Right. Has all been copyright claimed. So um, we don't make any money on it, obviously. But So they're just wasting their fucking time. Yeah, but it, and it's weird because the copyright claim says... Uh, they claim the music, but it's been okayed for use on YouTube. So it's royalty free. They just want their name attached to it. I don't. I thought you did have their. I thought you I'm, were quoting them. No, I. I wasn't. Just put it in the fucking thumbnail. Just be like, <laughs> well, it's this it's fucking in there now. But right. Yeah. Well, just to get them off our ass at this point. I, I, no. Which is, I mean, you've already you've already been working on that since it happened. But yeah, if you. Well, I, how do you want them to reach out if if they want to make music for us? Twitter, Twitter. Kofi. Okay. I think you can message on Kofi. Speaking of Kofi, I set up memberships. <laughs> so for you can you can do like it's the like Patreon memberships, but we don't fuck with Patreon because we don't support CP at all nope. <laughs> in any form. Not even a little bit. So um, Kofi memberships, uh, you can do a dollar a month just to support like whatever. Um you just get to hear our sweet voices and be like, Hey, I'm part of the group. And you know, we'll, we'll credit you on stuff and stuff like that. And then there's a $5 one that gives you access to the podcast discord, which uh, we're going to start putting like show notes and stuff up on there. Like any of the links that we talk about, we'll start putting them up on there right now. It's just blank. There's like just us in there, (laughs) us and my one buddy (laughs) and the bots and the bots that I set up. To like do everything. So, so it's kind of like Twitter. It's two people and a whole bunch of bots. Yes, exactly. So no yeah. Wonder, uh, thankfully, Elon Musk doesn't want to buy us. Right. He's being forced <laughs> to buy them now. <coughs> no, now is I'm it forced to buy or is it just give them the money? So, so, so again, all hearsay because we, again, we're not behind, we're not in the room where it happened where we get to see all the fucking moving parts, but it went from he was pulling back. Because shit was getting really weird, and mm-hmm. he was saying that their their numbers on how many bots they have five percent was what they were quoting. That's five percent bots. It's a million plus or no billion plus platform, like billion follower platform. Yeah, five percent of that is still a fucking insurmountable amount of fucking bots. Yeah, that means that you have a chance, and and I'm starting to see it more and more now. Like I'll get automatic responses to shit that I that I respond to. 
And it's like, where the fuck do these people come from? Like some fucking uh, crypto bot like responded to me and I wasn't even talking about crypto. Like, I've enjoyed. The- so I've been going to those fucking, what are they called? Not groups. Uh, cabals. No, cults. it's on Twitter, but I forgot what it is. spaces. Twitter spaces. Oh, yeah. And those, I've been, I've been going in a lot of the crypto bro Twitter spaces, which is just fucking wild <laughs> i mean at least they're not nft spaces they like, are nft spaces oh, no. <laughs> it, it is fucking wild wild i tell you i don't have the patience for that well it's because of my it's because of quiggles i get you yeah. i understand i follow quiggles on twitter and quiggles is going into the spaces all the time Dude, I'm going to end up buying an NFT. I swear to God, I'm going to end up buying an NFT. I will promise you, you both your knees will be swollen if you do that. I will fucking club you like a baby seal. I, I was looking at one for like, it was like 30 bucks. Oh my God, don't do this. Well, I only Don't wanna, feed them. It's not that I want to feed them. I kind of want to take advantage of their, <laughs> their fucking communities and be like, look, the podcast has an NFT. Come check us out. Oh. <laughs> uh. I do not endorse this, but it's funny anyways. Quiggles told me to do it. He goes, dude, so many people would follow you just because you have an NFT. And I was like, I understand. Is that this. the right kind of people you want, though? Or do you even care at this point? I don't. Oh, okay, fair. I don't. <laughs> I don't uh, at the end of the day, if it doesn't matter to you, fuck it. I don't. I just want, I just want anybody to fucking listen to my voice at this point. <laughs> we, well, I'm sorry. We're just going to have to chuck it in the fucking bucket. And that's where yeah. that's going to go. But yeah, how was your week? A couple uh, weeks. I got aside, injured again. Aside from getting Nancy Kerrigan. Yeah. Right in the fucking knee. Just, yeah, the other knee this time. Fuck. For you Zoomers out there, for the, you know, <laughs> five people who might be a Zoomer listening to that, that was a person who got kneecapped while yes. being an ice skater. Yeah, no. That was a controversy in the 90s, <laughs> and it was fucking hysterical. Yes, it was. Shit, even ICP sang about it. No. It's true. <laughs> it's the, true. Uh, Jason is a juggalo. I am. I am. <laughs> he will fight anybody about it. I don't know about fight anybody about it, but people are always fucking stressed out when I have a problem with any type of bigotry. And they're like, what is wrong with you? And I'm like, dude, my nickname is clown and I'm a juggalo. What the fuck did you think I was going to do? <laughs> juggalo. Okay, I, I'm t- I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say this right now and people are going to get mad about it. Yeah. And I'm going to sound like fucking Trump for a second. <laughs> the best kind of clown the, makeup. The, 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 the juggalo movement was just the punks of the 90s. <laughs> there is no punk anymore. Yes, there is. Yes, there is. <laughs> yeah, it's conservatism. That's depressing. Did you know punk music now is like, they've combined it with like emo, which is basically, remember, uh, it's it's like the... <sighs> E-monk? We're going to call it like, e-monk. You know, like the, um, the screamo music? Uh-huh. Like that's, that's like new punk. I can't do it. It's just too I'm much. Just <laughs> I don't wish to live on this planet now, now anymore. Now we're gonna have like we're gonna have like six communities coming down just on that one statement. We're gonna have punks. We're gonna have juggalos. We're gonna have fucking. We're gonna have, have emo kids coming after us now. They're, they're too busy being sad. They're not gonna come after us. <laughs> oh dare you! Look at all the energy. You're wrong. Back. Actually, <laughs> what about is going to be really strong anyway? Yeah. So, yeah, so other than you know, you get kneecapped, anything gaming related, I've been playing Dreamlight Valley. Oh, yeah, because you're a Disney, <laughs> you're a Disney file. 
I mean, it, I mean, at least you're consistent. Good for you. I'm telling you, dude. It's fucking. It's it's literally. Well, first off, I like Animal Crossing. So <laughs> it's, it's basically it's Disney's Animal Crossing. So oh my okay. god! <laughs> but you don't have to pay them move the houses. You can just pick them up and move them. <laughs> wow, that's a feature. It is because you could design your whole little island. <laughs> Going to have Enchanted Castle in the center and, it and plays, just build around it. No, you can't. You can't move the castle because the castle's uh, enveloped by the forgotten. Yeah. You're buying into that the card game, aren't you? Uh, 100% percent I'm oh. <laughs> It just felt like this was just going to happen. <laughs> I have, oddly enough, I have not bought into Villainous yet, but I keep eyeballing it, and I've been talking about it for at least the last three years. So I at beat some you point, to fucking Villainous? You did. You did. And when you told me. me that there was Star Wars Villainous, I walked past it the other day, and I was like, this motherfucker's going to get me. <laughs> Do it. Do it, Chuckles. I know. I know. <laughs> Well, now I, I feel like I have to play it because the same company that made Villainous is the one that's making the card game. It's going to keep, keep me feeding the beast. <laughs> I mean, it's a fun... It, suppo- okay, so supposedly, supposedly Villainous is kind of solitary-ish, but you're all, play, you're all playing, you know, meet your goals, but there's no real interaction. Mm-hmm. Which, I mean, if you, I mean, it's like... It's like introverts being social. That's the way I look at it. It's yeah, but it's the... But that's how... No, they, apparently they, but the sculpts how- of the minis are really good. There's minis in it? Yeah, it comes with a little Mother action. Motherfucker. <laughs> like, <laughs> you cannot know. say shit like that to me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the little Darth Vader is an emperor. There's fucking bounty hunter. And like, mm. and you're telling me you, you, did, you didn't look no. at the back of the box? No, I just saw the front of the box. Like, hey, that looks oh. like a cool game. Oh, my God. Yeah, they come with sculpted minis. And it's over. I'll take your entire stock. The second they go on sale, I'm buying the whole stock. <laughs> um, Target usually has sales on them pretty yeah, frequently. Yeah, all the time. Uh, like 40% off sales. Yes. Well, there's, there's like fucking 60 different villainous things, including expansion sets. So you got and the main villainous. Then you have the Marvel villainous, which is its own big box. Yeah. Star Wars villainous. Yep. Then there's individual like booster packs with like the extra figs in the no, decks. No, they have, they have two, vil- two full-blown villainous boxes. There's one that comes, the original one is like the purple box. It's the one that has Maleficent on the front, I believe. Right. Yeah. And then there's another one that came with like Scar and like the Lion King ones. That's like a brown box. And then they went into Marvel and Star Wars and fuck, yeah. man. And it just runs screaming into the hills. Yeah. I know. <laughs> the face you're making. Sweet Jesus. It's like you didn't, you didn't know they came with minis? Why the fuck? They, they catered this directly to you. It's like they I came know, to your house and stole your diary. Come on. Bro. Now, so you want a card game that you could play with a little figure too? I might, yeah. yeah am I half yeah. erect already? Well, yes, I am. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Christ. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so good, lovely weekend. Or lovely week. You've had a couple good weeks. Um, then, you, then you just fucked it up I with done? your knee. I played, I played, uh, what is it? Um, fuck, what's the fucking golf thing called? PGA. I played 2K PGA. For a couple of rounds. You're not 40 yet. Stop it. No, I actually, I, I mean, it's one, it was one of the free games for the PS4. Okay. And I just merged it over the PS5 because I haven't come down here to grab my games. Yeah, and fair. I keep forgetting to grab them. So I've just, it's been it a game. It also helps that they're steps and you don't want it to climb, traverse them. Not even that. It's just because the PS5 is technically in the bedroom. So I just fucking lay in the bed, grab my controller and like some mall rats bullshit. Or just fucking scoot everything around, grab my controller and start playing. <laughs> we'll Hartford. Talk about- when was the last time Hartford beat the whale? 
That reminds me, uh, Scarlet and Violet also came out. Is coming out this next month, and yep. that looks gorgeous. Scarlet Violet, um, except for God of War Ragnarok, except for the floating condom, which we'll talk about later. <laughs> Fuck, I forgot. How can you God forget? Of, because there was a bunch of other stuff that came out. There's a new. Someone said there's another crab coming out, so now you can make a full crab team. Yeah, they got that gigantic titan-looking crab with the yeah. rocks on top of it. Yeah, it's gonna be fun. And then you got fucking uh, Frigoraf, which is. The most fucking convoluted name for an evolution. Yeah. Like, do you like giraffe rig? Yes, we have Frigoraf. So you've got you've got Pokemon, you've got um God of War Ragnarok, you've got Sonic. No, Sonic's this month? Sonic Frontier is either November or December, I thought. Is it November? Coming? I think we, it's November. We're both sitting here, we have fucking phones, and neither of us are gonna look at it because we're goddamn boomers about it. I have it pre-ordered. I didn't because I'm still uh with everything that's going down, which we'll probably talk about later, um I guess fucking GameStop's having trouble fulfilling November. Uh, pre-orders. November. Okay, yeah. A lot of shit's happening at the end of quarter three, so that makes sense. And I don't think... Uh, the new Octopath isn't out until quarter one next year, right? Is that what I heard? Yeah, I think so. Just, I gotta fucking play it, finish I'm playing the for, first one. Well, the Suicoden remakes I'm waiting for. Yeah, you are. Um, Dude, these I remakes think. have been... Okay, the really good remakes for the RPGs have been amazing. Yes. I, hands down. I have no complaints about that shit. The, re- the remakes for... All of the RPGs, I will take them. I don't mind not getting... Fantasy. Final Fantasy 7 was fucking meh. I am not as I big a fan of Final Fantasy as people think I am. I just tell people that the games I play are like Final Fantasy. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> because I, I, the, the only one I really liked was um, 10. 10? I didn't like seven. Eight was too scripted. It was kind of really scripted. Nine, I fucking hated. You and me both. Uh, ten, I liked. Did you do the RPG, the MMO for it? The first MMO? I think that was 11. I tried. Okay. Because there were a lot of people who jumped on that shit. Because that yeah, was during that the time was, of EverQuest. So, like, that yeah. was that big fucking I jumped in, but that was when the servers were fucking horrible, and I stopped playing after, like, a week. Right. Um, I, I did get into 15. I haven't really been playing it, so I got to cancel the subscription. Yeah, you're paying for um, paying for dead air at this point. Yeah, Which I don't think I paid for it recently. No, but it's but isn't it? I paid it's for it for six you months. Get the expansions, right? You can yeah, you yeah, can pay for Realms it and then Beyond, get extra can, stuff. Realms Beyond gives you is free up to level 30? 50. 50. and then after that you start getting into the expansions, which then you have to pay per month, which I think is fifteen. No, well the expansions you pay, which but I, I paid for six months, but. You can you can go beyond fifty afterwards because you get you finish the story and then you can go into the after story too. Well, yeah, you also have subclasses and shit. You start unlocking. Yeah, you, well, you can unlock every class any at any time. So, I'm a lancer right now with my one character. I have only a warrior. Yeah, fair. I have a warrior for one, and I took, I rolled another character to be a mage, and I found out you didn't have to roll another character, and I was like, hmm, interesting, because now I have two characters that I want to play. <laughs> But I don't. I don't like. I don't, I haven't really touched my computer outside of. Um, oh, I wanted to play that Elysian. Something it was supposed to be the Suicoden indie game, that came out. It's on the Game Pass. Okay. Um, so I downloaded that. It's supposed to be like a uh, Suicoden clone, and everybody loves it. And I haven't played that yet. Um, I do play uh, Warhammer Tacticus on my phone, which is like. A stupid mobile game for Warhammer. It's actually not bad. You collect the Warhammer characters. Um, oh, good. Another Gachapon game. Yeah, except you don't have to pay anything for it. Except you, I literally log in twice a day, and that's good enough for me. 
Um, and then I play the Octopath on my phone, which is totally different than the regular Octopath. So Another that one grab. is that one is a cash grab, hundred percent. You can play that one hundred percent free, but if you wanted to really get some of the good characters, you you might as well pay for it. So, and I'm not doing that. <laughs> so, so the funny thing is, is like those games you end up having like, and, and this even goes to like Genshin Impact, where they like you can have, and I know, and this is across the board for any game that's a paid uh, that's a pay game, like an FTP game that has pay features. The, the the beginner packages that you can purchase that's like 10 bucks and you get a bunch of shit that's the gateway drug that yep. gets you into the shit where you all of a sudden i could just pay for this pay for this and pay for th-. and by the end of it you're just like fuck me i spent way more money than i wanted to i'm speaking from experience because i did that with dfo i bought a bunch of specialty like little expansion things and like all of a sudden i just i spent money on shit i'm a sucker for cosmetics for the games i like i do too yeah, League of Legends, I've bought so many cosmetics. So many cosmetics. And I don't even fucking play the game anymore. I don't <laughs> I don't even know what my fucking password is. I ended up having to create a separate new account for it, and I just completely walked away from it. I'm like, this is stupid. I'm not doing it. Yeah. I'll have to find... I'm sure I could find it with a little bit of sleuthing, but I'm not anywhere near my computer at any point. I have spent close to 50 bucks on Pokemon Unite. I buy the... It's um, Pokemon. I'm not shocked by this. Well, I buy the season passes every once in a while, and I think the season passes are like ten bucks. That's not bad then. So, no. So, I mean, again, if we don't give a shit about what you do, if we're busting balls about a game specifically, we're busting it about the game. People spend their money however the fuck they want. Just understand that return on investment for FTP games is literally the moment the servers go offline, that money's gone. You yeah. spent it on that experience, and you're never getting it back. Is if you're aware of this and you're willing to make that get that ass whooping, perfectly fine by me. Do whatever the fuck you want. I'm just I'm happy that Pokemon Unite's getting the support that Pokemon DX did not get. Right. So. Well, I mean, they're bringing over a Pokemon tournament now. They're bringing that shit back, aren't they? Again. I hope they can get it gets its feet under it because it never seems to take off once it gets started. That's what I'm saying. I want that one to actually ball. have support. Yeah. They still run the tournaments at the fucking Pokemon uh, like tournaments. Well, I'm glad they're still getting something. There's still, but there's no there's no updates. There's no new characters. Like they, you're I, seeing the same things over and over and over again. Like I think at what this do you, point they'd have to come out with a new iteration to be able to add more. Yeah. I don't think they want to go and try and expand the roster like they were doing with fucking other fighting games. So I don't see a reason to that. They tried it, though. I know. And it, it, it didn't pan out the way they wanted to. But Street Fighter 6, though, looks awesome. Um, and no. I wish Lando was here. Uh, he, he, okay, if he was here, he'd be bitching about it be like, yeah, I'm not interested. Because, again, Street Fighter 5 left a terrible taste in his mouth. There were a bunch of friends that I had who felt the same way about it. It's like, they did so fucking bad with it. Yeah, but 6, the, from the demo, not demo, from the beta version and watching people, like, test it and the, how the roster is, like, shaping out, it looks, it just looks right. If they learn from their mistakes, good. But I, again, it's another. It seems like another season pass. Pay for characters, pay for features situation where I just and don't then want the to arcade deal with comes it. out and you get everything. <laughs> so like, it's the same with with fucking street. What was it? Ultra Street Fighter Four. Yeah. It's like fucking no. I don't want to do this shit anymore. I don't want to wait to get the fucking final iteration of it. And they learned their lesson from Ultra Street Fighter Four because when they when they made the complete version of Street Fighter Five, it was a fucking code. So if you bought it used, that code was useless. Mm-hmm. So you got fucked. It's like they wanted to make sure they still get, got something. It wasn't useless because you could still purchase the code online. 
the point of that was to get it all as an all-encompassing thing. If you're making people pay for that extra shit, it's not worth it. Yeah. But so that was your week's. Fair enough. Mine was, uh, yeah. Um, we don't I've talk been, about anybody else but me on this podcast. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> kidding. Go ahead. Yeah, we're really vainglorious over here. Not humble at all. Anyway, um, so um, if I finally acquiesced to my son and I'm playing uh, Fire Emblem Three Houses. Um, it's a fun game. I don't have complaints about it. I know. I'm really boomerish about it because the game's been out for fucking two years now. I don't like Fire Emblem. So I know. Yeah. So it, it, I'm enjoying it. Um, I've also, because we have a library and I can just rent those games, I grabbed uh, No Man's Sky and downloaded the fucking 40 gigs worth of updates that fucking thing had. No Man's Sky was free on the Game Pass and I started to download it and I said, nope, fuck that. <laughs> you, got a, you got a strong enough connection where I think it would only take like a few hours for you. Yeah, but, but it takes up so much space. Even on my computer, I'm just like, no. Nah. I haven't even gotten halfway through my goddamn external hard drive on my PS4. I'm, I don't care. And I, do- and I bought Cyberpunk 2077. It was I like 20 bucks. Too. It was 20 bucks on uh, Amazon. The unfortunate part is, is I didn't realize I didn't buy the American version. <laughs> I look at him like, why does this have a Peggy rating on it? Motherfucker. But I put it in, it's downloading. So I'm like, oh, a oh, fair, fuck it. All right. Well, good Maybe. luck getting through that. <laughs> Language settings. <laughs> Why does it keep saying pip pip cheerio to me? Motherfucker. <laughs> you talk about hot dogs or I'm really angry. I don't care. Um, but yeah, uh, we'll see how that plays out. Uh, Phil was the one who actually got me in on that shit. The uh, mysterious back- background time traveler of the podcast. He, um, Which we'll be talking about later because it's going to be funny. Um, he's like, you should really get in play cyberpunk now. It's it, Now that they've patched everything and things are much more better, the storyline's much more streamlined. It's amazing. And I'm like, sold? 20 bucks? Yep. I had delays on the fucking delivery because it was supposed to be there like Wednesday and ended up delivering today. Let's talk about fucking delays <sighs> later too. <sighs> Dude, I had a fucking purchase. I purchased one of those big uh, B, uh, BCW monster boxes that you can put cards in. Yeah. I got a, I got it used because it was like a little like slightly scratched up. I'm assuming probably like a card store was getting rid of it. Yeah. So like we'll, we'll reduce the price. The usual price is like 12 bucks. It was like six. So I bought it. It got delayed. Got delayed. Then just got canceled. Like, yeah, we don't actually have it. I'm like, how the fuck did you sell? Yeah, that's what I'm looking at. I'm like, at that point, why don't you just send me a fresh one? If you couldn't get the motherfucker to actually give it, what, did you just put it up there thinking no one was going to fucking, you know, challenge accepted that shit? That sounds like a, that sounds like a you problem. Right. But yeah. I mean, they paid me back for it. Like, the, I, I get credited for it. I don't care. But it's just like, really, motherfucker? Dude, I fucking hate that. And I, I'm actually mad about something on Amazon, but we'll talk to that when we get to the magic shit. Oh, oh that'll be a lot of fun. We'll, we'll, we're we're going to be grind your gearsing all through MTG this time, and we'll try we'll and grind your gears through a whole bunch of shit this time. What really grinds my gears? Well, this is going to be a heavier fucking episode with that shit, and we're going to hurt it hard. Um, but yeah, um, Scarlet and Violet looks amazing. I the, the new mechanics they put in there with like the mass battle and like the auto battle for your Pokemon streamlines a lot of headaches I've had with Pokemon as a whole for like grinding out levels. You can just have them just float out and just attack Pokemon and, you know, do damage back and forth. And you don't even have to fucking go into real battle. Uh, looks like streamline catching was streamlined. A bunch of shit was streamlined. You can do fucking global trading while you're on the map. You don't. They've made it so fucking straightforward. It's really hard for me not to be entertained by how everything plays out. As long as they don't, this to me 
is a combination of everything that they've been trying to do with the next generation of Pokemon stuff during the Switch. They took stuff from Let's Go. They took stuff from Sword and Shield. They took stuff from fucking Arceus. They took stuff from uh, the rehashes of Diamond and Pearl. And they've mashed it into this gestalt. And I'm really hoping this is the culmination of what they were trying to eventually accomplish. Because it looks gorgeous. Then you get to the Pokemon designs and you're like, motherfucker. <laughs> we'll start with Wiglet because Wiglet, because Wiglet's the most amazing little fucking full on use condom I've ever seen in my life. I was like, so we've confirmed it. It's not a mole. It's a fucking worm. It's a worm. Yeah, it's a worm. So I've uh, no wonder it doesn't have a body. That's it's a worm. I uh, I was I was joking. I actually got some people with it. I was joking around saying the shiny version was brown. And everyone was just like, what the hell? I told them it wasn't a thing. Like, it wasn't another evolution of Wiglet. And then people were losing their minds. And I'm like, it was a Mandingo joke. Relax. <laughs> uh, don't give them ideas. <laughs> I feel like we, t- again, this is, the, this is the ending thing that happens. And it, it'll come up again when we talk about magic. We say shit and it becomes prophecy in a matter of fucking years. And it makes me angry. <laughs> I don't like it. I fucking hate it. And it's like the Choco Bucks thing that Phil brought up in fucking the in episode two way back when. Octopath Traveler for the fucking phone. Ta da! Yep. Ta da! Yep. Yep. <laughs> he's like, I, he's like, he, I messaged him about, it and his response was, "I really wish I could monetize my curse a little bit better." I'm like, I do too, because boy howdy, we could make some money on your goddamn prophecies. <laughs> Oh, it's a shame all of them end up being monkey's paw and we just, it's not, it's the bastardized version of what we asked for. Oh yeah, 100%. But but at least with Pokemon, it looks really gorgeous. I got no fucking complaints. Even with the, even with Frigorath being giraffe wearing a goddamn change on hoodie. Yeah. So the design looks okay. The fact that it's the evolution of the other one, I'm like, oh, come on. Like, why? I mean, don't you already don't you already have a Pokemon that you do weird shit with? That's what that's what fucking slow the Slowpoke line was for. That's yeah. that was your thing to get weird with. But no, you're like no, we need to do more. Do and they more. do what they did more with the fucking Draco line, where they had the the mish like take the take the fossils and fist fuck them together into weird ass shapes and forms. Yep. Why? Why? Yeah. Why, why is Dracovich so fucking powerful? <laughs> Out of nowhere. Out, Out of, of fucking nowhere. nowhere. <laughs> Like then competitively, the, my, some of my favorite stuff was like they they added cooking again to the um, to Scarlet and Violet, and me. the one that they showed was like uh, they they put it in the same trailer as trying to learn more about Lechonk because like Lechonk was in there, and then they go to this the thing where you make a sandwich and you're like oh this looks good and then ham slides across the front and you're like wait a minute <laughs> like, <laughs> did you just did you just Go back to eating Pokemon? Like, <laughs> there are questions. I'm not going to like the answers to them. Let's get going. I don't have the patience for this, but it's going to be tasty. Make sure you bring the mustard. Right, yeah. I eat, my, I eat my ham with mustard. I just, I don't know. The designs of the Pokemon that are coming out outside of like a couple, I actually like enjoy. Yeah. And it's just, I'm I'm excited, but then again, it's Pokemon, so I was gonna be excited no matter what. I was exploded, like, fucking excited for Diamond and Pearl. I played the fuck out of that game. Hey man, good, good <laughs> on you. We bu- okay. We bust Jason's balls all the time to the point of distraction. 
But at the end of the day, good, good on you, brother. Yeah. <laughs> but you, you and Orlando are our primary Pokemon players. And honestly, if if you guys end up being happy, or at least one of you at this point, I'm fine with it. He he's he, okay. I have gotten you know confirmation from Orlando. He's excited about Scarlet and Violet. So yeah, he's on. He's with. He's on the bandwagon with the rest of us, and I'm perfectly fine with all that shit. When he finally you know decides to join us one day and isn't sleeping and you know or and or you know partying like it's 1999. We'll eventually have him back on. <laughs> Partying like it's 1999. That's an old reference. Sorry. <laughs> Showing our boomerness. R.I.P. Prince. <laughs> you did too many drugs, and that's what's just going to happen. It's too Jesus. much. Too many raspberry berets will do that to you. <sighs> but yeah, um, no complaints about the game lineup coming out this year. I'm loving the upgrade upgrades I made to my fucking uh, PlayStation Plus account because I have a bunch of fucking games I can look at. I have not done it yet, and I keep putting it off, and I swear to God I'm going to end up doing it one day. But I've been enjoying the Xbox Game Pass, so... Well, yeah, because you can play it across platforms and shit. And, I mean, you can even well, play it with... Because you, you, you have an Xbox One, so no, the I games don't. are... You don't have an Xbox One anymore? Mm-hmm. Oh, I never enough. did. I thought you did. Nope. No shit. So... F- Orlando's the only one out of us who has an Xbox One. No shit. I have a PC. The Game Pass works on the PC. It does. So. I'm just saying, if you had multiple platforms, you can play across them, is what yeah. I was saying. I, I mean, was talking the about 360, features. The 360, I guess, still has some things that can cross over, but nothing really. That's fair. Yeah. But yeah, um, I loaded, I'm loading my fucking my external hard drive with a bunch of fresh shit. And yeah. Once Cyberpunk finishes downloading, the one I got had a bunch of extras. Like, it has a little, couple of booklets, some stickers, and a postcard. I'm like, well, that's kind of cool. And it was so cheap, I wasn't going to argue. Well, again, the, the price bombed because CD Projekt Red just fucking ate shit on the whole thing. Yeah, because they fucked that up. But once that, once they started patching shit again, it was they're no They're putting out a collection, scenario. I heard, though. Man, let them do whatever. I, I think they're, they're doing something. I don't know what they're doing. There's something with celebrating CD Projekt Red lately, and I'm just I'm confused on why. I, I, there are a lot of people who don't want to do that, so I wouldn't recommend doing that. Yeah. No. What am I celebrating? Oh, uh, not not that. No, no. No, no. And then you got the whole Blizzard fucking. Oh my god! Can Blizzard just stop shooting themselves in the foot so Microsoft can just take over? <laughs> Isn't Sony trying to stop them from acquiring Blizzard? <laughs> Somebody is. I, like someone stepped in. I, maybe they're trying to they're, save them from they're themselves. Investigate. No, I think when you buy a company that big, the F is it FTC. Yeah, it's a Federal Trade Commission. Yeah, yes. the FTC steps in to see if there's a, mon- a monopoly clause thing, and then if somebody else throws in a bid, the same thing that happened with uh, Verizon and Boost. No, who bought Sprint? Sprint? It was Sprint. Uh, Verizon bought them. I yeah. think. Yeah. No, T-Mobile bottom. T-Mobile bottom. T-Mobile bottom. Yeah. (laughs) Somebody stepped in for that one. So, yeah, there's a bunch of, like, stuff that they have to go through. But fucking Overwatch 2 released, right? And this fucking thing, man. So people were saving loot boxes because if you had uh, Overwatch 1, you could transfer everything to Overwatch 2. But it was opening everybody's loot boxes. It opened everybody's loot boxes. And everyone was like, dude, I was collecting these. So that was mistake number one. Mistake number two, if you had Overwatch 1 and you were trying to play Overwatch 2, you could you had to verify with a phone number on a contracted plan to be able to play. So if you were on like Boost or Cricket or the government phones, whatever the government phone is, or anything like that, or pay-as-you-go phone... You could not access your account. Wonderful. 
wonderful. So yeah, that's uh, that was fun to hear. So everyone's going after Blizzard again, and then everyone's thinking, well, this is the company that fucking threatened or uh, uh, harassed a woman into c- killing herself. And uh, what was the, the whole sexual harassment thing that we talked about millions of fucking the times? The Cosby Room. Yeah. Well, let's take you to the Cosby Room. You won't remember any of it. Yeah. No, Blizzard has been fucking horrible. And we thought Microsoft buying Activision was going to be its savior. Now, Blizzard's still out there being Blizzard. I think at so, the end of the day, I think someone's just trying to save Microsoft. They're like, don't do it. You're yeah. tying an albatross around your I was neck. Talking, I was talking to, to fucking Tony today. I was like, dude, they just need to kill WoW. Just get rid of it. Like, it's it, done. I think it's it's outlasted its time. You're dude, it's, literally... It's it 20 years old now? Yeah, but you, look what they did. You They opened the classic server and re-releasing the fucking expansions on the classic server. When I heard they started doing that, it literally made me flashback to that episode of The Simpsons where they went to uh, that private community. Mm-hmm. And it's literally that teacher going, now everyone take out a circle of paper and we're going to try and get through letter A. Yeah. And it's just literally, that's what the classic servers appear to me. Like, they literally just went backwards. They went backwards because yeah. people got tired of the shit with all the new stuff. And they're like, well, let's just re-release everything. They're going to bring you back to where well, they that, were. And that, you're paying yeah. them to do it. Yep. You were paying them to literally re-release shit they already have. Supposedly, you can what use... What does that feel like? Supposedly, you can use in-game gold to pay for your subscription now. Oh, my God. Which is like the death coming. Right. So just fucking end it. Just end it. Like, I know there's people that love the game, and I know there's people that are still playing it. Just fucking done. Here, just here's be how you done. Do it. Release the source code, open source, charge a fee for it to people, let them open their own fucking servers. They want to keep playing the jerk-off game. Because well, that's, th- that's going to happen. That's what happened originally. Yeah. People just made their own fucking servers. That's how we ended up with the fucking classic servers from Blizzard. Yeah. Because well, people were opening their own fucking classics. Yeah. And then what, Blizzard stepped in and like, fuck you. And they're like, no, fuck you. And they're like, oh, well, you'll pay us to do it. Fuck you then, too. Yeah. And then that they decided to go down that route. But they're not going to. Dude, they're going to milk that until it's. They're going to milk it until it's a desiccated fucking husk. Fucking. Uh, what was it? Oh. I'm gonna rem- I'm gonna forget his name, of course, because why? That's what happens. Shit, fucking Maple Story servers are still up. Like, think about that. Uh, what's his name? As Asmongold. Asmongold. Yeah. Asmongold. I'm like, like I watch his I watch his stream highlights where he's just talking. I was like, what the fuck is with this company? He but left them. He did. He after went to the Final last Fantasy. Time. Yeah. I don't know if he ever went. I think he's still watching Blizzard content because he wants to know what the fuck's going on with it. Yeah. But dude, you've. You've lapped the goddamn story eight million fucking times. There's nothing left to milk from this mythos. Let it go. Yeah. Make something else, unless you can't. Because I get it. If if they if, can't, because they're they're too busy taking the people from Blizzard, moving them to Activision to work on fucking Call of Duty. Well, then just do that then, and then kill kill Wow. Just be done with it. Let the let the fuck do this. Let the fucking to- fans have it now. Yeah. You clearly aren't doing anything of value with it. I, this is this goes back to the conversation where we expect AAA titles to fucking front the money to come up with better fucking games. Yeah, stop giving us the rehashed bullshit. It it, it, it seems to me now more than ever, and I'm sure people are like you just figure this out now. No, I've known for a while, but this is kind of just kind of putting it out of my head. They never had the money to begin with. Mm-mm. They, these companies have now literally gone to a, we need to ensure these pre-orders bankroll this. This is effectively kickstarting without having a Kickstarter open. The pre-orders literally determine if they're going to do anything with these fucking IPs. Mm-hmm. And you burned these people too much. No Man's Sky 
Cy- c- fucking cyberpunk. You keep burning these fucking people, they're not going to pre-order anymore. I don't really yeah. pre-order anymore unless I know for 100% fact the fucking game's completed for the most part. Pokemon so, yeah. series, yeah. you know it's going to be complete. If yep. they have to do like patches and shit, small ones to make sure you don't fall through the they world, released, fine. When, when they released Sword and Shield, they told us there was going to be two expansions. They told us there was going to be expansions. Everybody pre-ordered, everybody played, everybody waited for the expansions. Yep. That's how it should fucking be. Right. And when they released the expansions, it was a whole new story. Mm-hmm. Not adding to the, not not going back and buying stuff that they didn't finish in the first one. Right. It was adding to it. So Pokemon has fucking done it right. Right. Every time. Well, for the Pokemon, most part. For Pokemon Unites, the exception, really. That's a but, different company, effectively. It's it's their IP, but it's through it's through a different company, isn't it? Right, but Pokemon. So Pokemon unites more of like that um, League of Legends style, yeah. and you don't have to really spend money unless you want to. Right, but like that's that's a different a different style game, not a story based game. Right, you're not, you know, you're not buying shit like fucking Final Fantasy VII the remake. You didn't even get the whole fucking story. You got half the fucking story. No, you got a third of it. Yeah, well, uh, you got a fourth of it. Right. If, I, if you want my right. honest to God opinion, you didn't get a whole game. Be- we said it before. It's going to be well. Phil said they're going to make seven. They're going to make seven expansions on it just to keep it on th- on theme. I'm like, they won't. It's, it's not going to make, make it enough. that far. Yeah, it won't. They, 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 what you got now is what you get, and, what, and the PS5 upgraded version, the Intero grade bullshit. You get uh, Tifa and something. Yuffie. Somebody, Yuffie. Fuck them. Yeah. I don't yeah. have any patience for that shit. No, I didn't upgrade mine. People, people <laughs> they told you on the front end what they wanted. You've decided to go a different direction with it. I don't care. I watched the playthroughs of it. It's underwhelming as shit. I like the battle system. It was fine. I don't give a fuck about that. What you're putting out. That new and now battle we're on the PS5. System? That means the people who played on the PS4 are never going to experience the full story if you go whole hog through this. Mm-hmm. And they already spoiled. Then they already put out the spoiler for the next. For the next one? I swear I saw a teaser trailer or something for the next for one. For seven? Yeah, for the next chapter. Because I saw... I the, had no idea there was another chapter. Because I think... I, 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 I could be wrong. Again, this is all speculation, but I believe I saw something where they're sitting... Remember, they go... Uh, they leave at, They leave Midgard and they go to that one uh, that one town and they're sitting in the hotel and they're talking... And they're doing the flashback. Yeah. Unless that has something to do with... Uh, um, the remake of uh, Crisis Core, which that's coming out too. Uh, Crisis Core. I have a love hate relationship with that game. I love the story, but the gameplay is very confusing to me. But then again, I don't really give a fuck in general. It's just remake more of a with intergrade. There is no 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 expansion. Fair enough. Well, then it's going to be years before they do that because again, I don't know what I don't know what the numbers were on it. I hope they sold a decent amount, but like. If you played through that and felt, but okay, let me put it to you this way. The game, I pre-ordered the game, had it fully paid off and decided to take the money and put it into Doom, into Doom. I play, I put it into Doom Eternal because I saw a better, I saw a better return on investment and I have no regrets on that because I don't give a shit. I played the demo for it. I thought it was interesting. It's not as streamlined as it could be. And I really don't like the interface. I think I think move the I think the way the battles are, it's just another Final Fan was it Final Fantasy 14? The, the Oh fuck the hallway. No, no, no. That's uh uh eleven or twelve. Yeah, twelve, twelve, two uh, fuck. Thirteen. It's thirteen. Final Fantasy thirteen. Thirteen, thirteen, two, and lightning returns. That's the hallways. Oh, fuck. Fourteen was uh 
the 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 K-pop idols that you got oh, to play as. Yeah, it's essentially the same yeah. battles, the same battle structure. It was ten two, effectively. Yeah, but I like ten. I didn't, ten two play was ten okay. two. I didn't play ten two. I it played ten right. though. Yeah. The battle the battle system was okay, but I knew that if I kept playing it, I was going to get really pissed off or get or figure it out. Either one. That's at this point. I still haven't gone back to Xenoblade Chronicles three. My son's already beaten it. I, my son's already on the expansions at this point. I haven't. I haven't done it yet. He, my son just buzz throws buzz saws through those fucking games now. I'm just like that game's easy to to burn through though. Oh, the yeah. problem is, is the fucking tutorial on that game is never ending. It's like I'm like I feel like I'm like three hours in and I still haven't unlocked everything because I haven't hit every tutorial. I mean, like I, I feel like I should fuck. be playing it because I own it. I'm the one who bought it. I didn't give it to him. I just bought it myself. Yeah. That's what happened with Xenoblade Two. It's it looks like here's the problem. I want Xenoblade Two graphics, and I got Xenoblade Two. I got Xenoblade One graphics and story, because it's it but the game, but the mecha- but the fighting mechanics of two. No. Oh, there's no one. There's no drivers. Fair. Oh yeah, because you have the class system now. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. So it's the battle system. It's the battle choosing of like two. No, it doesn't. It's 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 Xenoblade it's all, One. It's Xenoblade One, but with it's a different, Xenoblade One different all over story. Again. No, it's the same story. No, because they're dealing with uh, it's reincarnation. The, I guess the, the beginning <sighs> looks like the same story Fair as enough. one. The beginning looks like I I, I was playing Xenoblade One and, and Shulk was going to show up anytime soon. Don't give him ideas; they'll do it. No, fuck that. He showed up in two, in that one like Coliseum thing. Yeah, you could fight against him. No, he didn't. Yeah, he did. I beat the fuck out of that game three times, and I've never Shulk run into in Shulk. You ran it. You do run into Shulk, dude. In two, there, there's a. There's Have I just a, not paid attention? Probably not, dude. How long, dude? This is coming from the guy who I had to tell that there was another fucking branch I for a beat goddamn it three fucking times and unlocked all of the fucking drivers. You played through bravely default two and didn't realize there was another ending. That's right. my response to that. But I beat the game three fucking times, <laughs> unlocked all of the drivers, like every single one of them. I don't have to tell you. I'll, 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 I'll you're gonna have to look it up online. Apparently, oh yeah, isn't GameFAQs being bought up by somebody? I don't know. I didn't hear that. There, there's a, there's supposed to be an acquisition for GameFAQs for like a merging. <laughs> That's coming up at some point with GameFAQs. I'd have to look into it. I it looked. They're not going to do anything to it. It's it's basically like the way TCG Player was bought up by eBay. They're not changing anything to it, but they might be adding features. I don't fucking care. I feel like it's just a combination of things. The problem with it is GameFAQs was just a fucking like a like a a board that people just put faqs on so i don't really know what you're going to add to it other than like what pictures <laughs> no one gives a fuck most people go to goddamn youtube now and those who actually use game facts for like quick quick runs like hey i need to figure out where shit is that they, they don't really give a fuck about he's the in extra. the expansion yeah the land of challenge by entering the land of have i never entered the land of challenge i guess you're gonna have to go back and find out You can add him to your party to complete the challenge battle dino drama. Yep. And there you are. But yeah, um, 
So that's with video games. Um, I've played a little bit of No Man's Sky. It's very interesting. If you set it on uh, creative mode, you really do get to feel kind of, it's kind of like a chilly, relaxed, you know, hey, you get to explore all these cool worlds and all the flora and fauna. Would I, you know, delve into it as like a long-term game? No, but I definitely play it kind of like people play Minecraft, just kind of fuck around for no discernible fucking reason. I'm not going to play survival because I don't have any, any patience for that shit. And I'll come back and tell you how cyberpunk's working. The problem with it is, is like, I feel, and maybe you'll agree with me on this one or not, but like the fucking aesthetic tends to be the thing people are so pissed off about. Like I get it. Frame rate, frame rate to an extent is important. If you're playing, if it's choppy as fuck, it's bullshit. But like, the AI on the NPCs is completely bullshit. They run into walls and do anything. I'm like, are you playing GTA? What the fuck do you care? I never went back to the fucking ruins and went through the portal. There you go. You got something to do now. Fuck. <laughs> Always something to discover, man. Don't don't kick yourself on it. I literally beat the game three fucking times. <laughs> New you, game plus and everything. <laughs> Golden Age of Torna as well? Yes. Cool. How'd you like it? I love that game. I'm talking it's about the expansion. My, oh, I love that game. Okay. Yeah, it took me a little bit to get used to. Like, it was like a new battle system compared to what the original two was. Mm -hmm. But like, once you get into that one, it's easy to pick up. Fair enough. Hundred percent. But dude, the story is so much better. Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. It, it it fills in a lot of the backstory that um, you don't get in the first game, but it fills in the backstory of how some of them became villains. So yeah, no, it's fucking awesome. Yeah, fair <laughs> That's why this is the only game I've ever gone back and played like three times. So, <laughs> all right. What do we got? Oh, we're going to do it now. We're doing it. Magic. Oh, boy. We would just like to reach out to Phil and tell him, I'm sorry. You were absolutely correct. You just didn't realize how correct you were going to end up being. <laughs> um, Magic, to celebrate its 30th anniversary, has decided to plant its foot firmly up its fa fan's ass. And uh, they're, they're screaming, more daddy, more. Uh, how they're doing this is they've decided, uh, for those of you who are old, old Magic players, there used to be a thing called the Collector's Edition that was made ever made way back when. That they sold for 50 bucks. Originally. It was, 50 bucks. <laughs> 50 bucks, you got a squared off, gold-backed version of a full, complete set of beta. Mm -hmm. Full set. One of each card. 50 bucks. Seems reasonable. Very reasonable. They're not playable. They're not tournament legal. But who the fuck cares? You can play them in kitchen table magic. You can stare at them lovingly while you're you no know, eating dinner. You do a lot of things with them. You can masturbate. I don't give a fuck what you do. <laughs> just don't just don't break eye contact or it doesn't count. Um, <laughs> they decided they wanted to go back to this the thought process. That would be fine in and of itself, friends. We'd have no problem with this here at the podcast because then people could take. You could spend fifty dollars and buy yourself a full complete set of beta again. Sans a few cards because, you know, they're a bit controversial. And you could build a cube with them. 50 bucks, complete cube. They're kind of proxy-ish because they're not playable in tournament, but who the fuck cares? Watsy realized a while ago that no one gives a fuck about tournaments anymore unless they're done online or they're done in the pro scene and even that's swindling little by little. But no, here's what they've done with this. <laughs> they've decided, you know what? We're going to sell you a four booster pack box. It's in a loving, loving little carrying case that you can use for your decks if you want to. I mean, if you're paying this much money for it, we'll get to the price in a moment. 
It'll come with four packs so you can feel that nostalgia. Or if you're too young and you've never felt that nostalgia, you can have the chance of cracking something powerful. Wait, it's not guaranteed? Nothing's They're like guaranteed. actual booster packs? Oh, yeah. Oh, fuck that. That's even worse than I thought. Oh, yeah. Oh. <laughs> they will come with... Oh, oh, it gets better. We haven't taught you... you we, this is just the tip of the dicking, friend. It, it's just... It's it's just... It's just probing a little bit. It hasn't plunged into your ass yet. We'll get to that. Um, So... The, the uh, they will have different treatments. There will be a retro for retro border and a modern border for each of the cards. Uh, they will have a rare. They will have a the, the retro can be anything from common to rare. There are no mythics in this, obviously, because they're sticking to the format of the original Magic. Mm-hmm. Um, you'll get a rare slot, uncommon slots, common slots, and you'll get two lands and one of the lands at retro. Because who the fuck cares about lands? One, you're spending, ladies and gentlemen, you're spending a thousand dollars on this fucking product. A thousand fucking dollars for four booster packs in a interesting little box that are not tournament legal. They're rounded. The, the positive is they're rounded corners, so they are actual magic cards that you don't have to worry about. You know, busting up your fucking sleeves. But if you're buying these for the purpose, you're a fucking moron. A thousand dollars. $1,000 for four 15-piece, 15-card booster packs. 60 with, cards. With not magic backs. Correct. It'll say yes. collector's edition, and it's gold. Yep. For a chance to get power, you'll have better chances to get dual lands. They won't be the original dual lands. They won't have the cool, like, square boxes where they have, yeah. like, the different inlay. No. Nothing. Congratulations. You, you, know, you, you know what? The uh, best... The best meme to come from this. And there's a lot of good ones. <laughs> the Oh, fuck. I went to the wrong wrong oh. app. Oh, my God. I have never in my life experienced something that you hit that point where you realize that you, you're what a company will always go out of its way to push boundaries of what they can get away with, with regards to their customer base. And you, you expect it. The VIP booster pack that they brought out for the first Double Masters was a hundred bucks. Mm-hmm. We thought that was as hard, high as it was going to go, and the th- and, and the immediate response to that from them was, "Bitch, hold my beer." They are making this as inaccessible to anybody but the most whale of whales as possible. I have absolutely. No confidence when it comes to them making sure that the lay, that, that the plebs, us regular people who don't feel like buying collector's boosters all the time, have anything. Rudy said it himself. These people don't give a fuck about you. They're making money. If And if you had any illusions about this, you're fucking stupid. Yeah. That's his exact words. <laughs> yeah. The So the best quote was, for $999, you could buy a printer, toner, and paper to print any proxy you want with enough money left over to buy a Nintendo Switch and a bag of weed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Why would you ever? Why? The, the, so basically, essentially, you're spending $1,000 on official proxies yeah. of beta cards, of reserve list cards. Fun fact. You can go on AliExpress and pay an eighth of that price. Oh, for all of those cards. Yeah. That you want the best versions of them. Better quality because Wizards quality is shit. They are. 
I'm sure there will be stories when people start getting these because there will be fucking idiots who will buy these or it's being opened by the cl- the card stores, the, the VP, the WPN stores, because they get a free one. They get a free four pack. That was their little bone they tossed to the the, the WPN stores. And so if they're going to open them level, up and sit on them to try to sell the cards off. Oh, I guarantee you that's what they're doing, because I already talked to someone. Ty is doing that. Ty's like, yeah, I'm just going to sit on him. And he's going halvesies on another one and buying it. He's splitting it down the middle. He's paying $500 and his friend's paying $500. And they're going to see what they can pull from it. I'm like, Stop you are feeding it. this bullshit. And, like, and, I went back, and I went back and listened to the second episode that we said. And I've stated it before. I am very fine with the whales being the ones who are holding this fucking company up. Because the shit that we're getting is still good quality for what it is. Yeah, so except fine. for the fucking Pringled out fucking foils of Warhammer 40,000 bullshit thousand dollars for four packs or for four decks. Ugh. We'll get to that afterwards because it's just more shit. It's more shit on the fucking Sunday. Yeah. Oh my God. Do not fucking tell me, hey, for the 30th anniversary, for those of you who have been with been with us since 93, 94 or 95, 96 where you and I jumped in. Yeah. Here's what we're going to do for you. We are going to go. We're going to get this nice big jar of lube. We're going to get the best quality lube we can find. We're going to take our fist and just plunge it right in there and just make sure that we're all just coated from fuck all the way up to our elbow. And we're going to have you bend over and not even give you dinner beforehand. And we're just going to plunge it right in. Don't cough because we're going to fucking twist. I am not even. (laughs) I am. (laughs) I laughed when I saw it. I laughed when I heard all and I read the details on it and I'm still laughing on the inside because if I don't, I'd be screaming when I saw it. I was like, oh, that's fucking badass. And then I, I, you know, stupid me never made it all the way to the bottom of the article where they put the the price of it. And I was like, oh, that's going to be awesome. I might get one. And then somebody pointed out to me that it was a thousand dollars. And I was like, wait, what? It's literally (laughs) that scene from The Simpsons where it's like the monkey paw is cursed. That's bad. Yeah. But you get a free Frogurt. That's good. The Frogurt is also cursed. That's bad. But you get your choice of toppings. We, we said this, though. I mean, Phil did. Phil said it. Yep. I said it. The reserve I list is meaningless. A, yeah. 100% it's, pointless. But they're trying to preserve it by making the price outrageous on some proxy bullshit. And now you literally have people that are MTG creators that are popular MTG creators telling you to go buy a fucking printer and make your own proxies. And now it's okay. Like it blows my mind. Like that wizards literally shot themselves so badly in the foot that their own fan base, the own people that are like pushing the product are telling people to avoid the product and print it yourself. <laughs> from what I heard from a couple of sources on view on YouTube, quarter two was, was a fucking nut buster for them. The Baldur's gate shit. Absolutely, they got BTFO'd on. There was a bunch of other sets that were not panning out the way they wanted to. The money was not coming out there. I know Watts, I know Hasbro has been on their ass about it because this, remember the five-year plan. They're supposed to be profitable within five years and stay that way. Mm-hmm. It's not fucking impossible to do that. COVID immediately kicked them in the dick for that. They were still making good money. Mm-hmm. Then they raised the prices, which is fucking asinine. 
You're in the middle of a fucking recession. We are. You don't want to, if you want to lie to yourself and say that we aren't, you huff whatever paint you want. Just understand mm-hmm. you paid an extra five, extra 250 on that fucking can of paint. If you didn't realize that, then you're just as high as I imagined you are. <laughs> they up the price. They up the price in commander decks. Mm-hmm. They're fucking 50 bucks in some places. Mm-hmm. 50. Mm-hmm. I remember when they were 39. Mm-hmm. I just bought two for 40% off sale. Yeah. At GameStop on clearance. And there were two that I didn't have. I got a Riveters one, which I wanted. And I got the uh, the green and red Kamigawa one. I think it's the lizard one. Yep. So, yeah. Yeah. They are fire sailing things. Target had a yep. fire sale on old shit, too. The new Capenna Collector's Boosters were fucking 10 bucks a piece or 12 bucks a piece. The, the fucking Midnight the Hunt and Crimson Valley Collector's shit. ones were 15. Yeah. They were just yeah. trying to get rid of it. They were trying to they were trying to burn sail everything. I kind of wanted to grab one more of the uh, the Streffen uh, Mauer Progenitor ones because it has uh, um, Narcana Revenant in it, and that's a good the, col- the collector's boosters at fifteen, way better than the twenty five. Dude, some of them were plus that. Remember, they did the price increases. They're fucking thirty. Yeah, no. Twenty nine bucks for a goddamn collector's booster. Nope, nope. Granted, I was only able to get two of the fucking Dominaria ones before they were just gone. Mm-hmm. Because again, you put Lost Legends in there, people are gonna buy those. If only mm-hmm. just to crack a legend. Mm-hmm. Good luck to that. Apparently. I know somebody that cracked two of them. <laughs> good ones? No. Yeah. <laughs> I think if you pulled any of them and you bought a case and you got at least two, like even if they were commons or uncommons, you can say that you got them and it was yeah. worth the effort. Yeah. I know some, I know a couple people who opened like um, Gravity Sphere and fucking like Urborg. But like that's under a hundred. You spent nearly $300 for a fucking, for a goddamn booster box. Yeah. Fucking no. And if you bought a case, that's what? 700? Mm-mm. Most a thousand. Sorry. Yeah. Because that was the joke. The the Tolarian professor ended up, the funniest fucking part, as I watched a video, the professor bought, he went through fucking Card Kingdom, had them send him a case of collector's boosters. It was a grand. He opened everything, pulled, I think he pulled one. He pulled one Venerian gold out of a case. <laughs> Did not come near the grand that he'd spent. No. He, all, and this was a versus, he spent his own money and bought one pack of legends, which is a grand for one pack. Yeah. Guess what he opened? Tabernacle, first card. Holy fuck. He pulled $5,000. He paid for the fucking case plus the fucking pack with one card that he pulled from fucking Legends. Yeah. If that doesn't make you scream internally, I don't know what does. Hmm. Man just pulled lottery. He pulled lottery and the rest of it was just cake. He didn't care at that point. I think he pulled a couple of legendary lands too. So like he had more than grand and more than five grand in fucking value from a single thousand dollar pack, which not only proved Rudy right. Rudy said, if you want power, go fucking pay for the singles for a grand. You could buy fucking unlimited or revised yep. versions of these fucking cards. Yep. Why would you ever buy these? Yep. He's like, I'm not I, I don't I think he said he wasn't even going to waste his time buying it. He's like, dude, I have he's I have, buying it. You 100 percent. He's buying it. I don't think he's buying that much. Again, it's limited print. If he's going to buy it, he's buying it direct. He's buying it from Wizards because that's the only way they're selling it. Yeah, they're not buying going through distributors, so he'd have to buy it from them. He's not going to do that. Remember, he gets deals from these fucking distributors. That's the only reason he's doing what he's doing. He can't 
tickled yeah. Watsy's balls for this. Like he does yeah. with his fucking distributors. Yeah, that's true. He could go to Southern Hobby and be like, I'll pay you. I'll buy a pallet of this fucking garbage if you give me a deal on this pallet. Right. There's a bunch. He, no, he's not going to try and do that. If he does buy it of his own just to crack it, just on, on his stream, that would be so, or on his fucking video, that would be something else. But like fucking no, no. If you were. I've said by proxies before. And I know people are like, oh, well, that's a gray area. I'm like, Watsy has now made it less gray. It is mm-hmm. near white at this point. Who the fuck cares anymore? These are they have sanctioned proxies by what they've done. They've sanctioned proxies in CDH, CEDH tournaments. You're allowed to play proxies in those tournaments. Oh, yeah. So dude, one of the one of the bigger uh and, and they're moving toward they're moving towards commander. They're not they're not they're moving towards commander as a competitive format, which seems really fucking weird because yeah. once you hit the CEDH level, it's the same decks over and over and over again. It's basically who can draw faster. If you want uh, there's a there's a channel called Playing with Power MTG which does which does CDH and there are three different ways I've watched them win and it's always the fucking same. Mm-hmm. Do you know how many times I've watched somebody win by Thassa's Oracle and decking themselves mm-hmm. or Matt, Laboratory Maniac? Mm-hmm. I never see anything beyond that and it gets to the point where even they've well, said... Well, Thassa got banned, didn't she? Nope. Still still a still an CEDH staple. Because, it again, in casual, it hasn't bled in. And I actually watched the interview that uh, the professor did with the creator of Commander, the actual guy who created it, mm-hmm. and because he's part of the rules committee for it. And his statement was, a card gets banned when there is significant bleed over from CEDH into casual. So like Hull Breacher got banned because it was going from CEDH immediately to casual. You could you were seeing Hull, Hull Breacher across the board. So it got banned reflexively in a matter of months, which pisses yeah. me off. Because it was such a good card. <laughs> it was, but it was too good. Yeah. You, you would see it on the table all the time. Yeah. Nobody's not playing that card. Hull Breacher was going into Oloro. <laughs> right. You can still play. You can, there's still other cards you can play in its place. Yeah. <laughs> so it's not, it's not a huge headache and it'll do the same thing, but it was only blue. So you could play it in a myriad of decks and it yeah, was but- still functional. <sighs> there, uh, most CEDH decks are splashing blue. Right. Most of them. Right. Well, are they either splashing blue or they're mono red, so they have counter spells for blue. Right. Red Elemental Blast, fucking Pyroblast, you know, the bunch of the things that you let you copy spells, Deflecting Swat. Those are all of the power cards that end up going in like Goto Bandit Warlord, which is you play Goto, you play uh, um, Helm of the Host, and you just copy Goto's until you get an infinite amount of ba- attack phases. Yeah. Was, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's that's why I don't play CEDH. It's not that I can't make a deck because I have enough proxies where I can make a deck. That's I was about to hard. say, I'll proxy a fucking CEH deck. No problem. I'm dude, surprised I haven't proxied fucking a Dude, there's a guy point. on Instagram I could buy a full antiquities cube for 200 bucks. Holy shit. Proxied with the little sleeves that'll have the insert that says antiquities on it. Oh. Yeah. If I want to do it, I can get a cube ready made. No difficulty. So fuck it. Yeah. They have, and for, and for, and for a third of the pro- or a fourth of the price of what they're selling, right. and I get what I want. Yeah, it's just it blows my fucking mind that we've gotten to the point. And and again, if th- this should be the wake up call for any of the hangers on who thought that Watsy gave a fuck, dude. That's if why I stopped. That's it, why I stopped buying like fucking boxes. Like I used to buy boxes. I think honestly, I, after Kaldheim, I don't think I've picked up a box. 
Strixhaven. You bought Strixhaven. I bought Strixhaven. But that's because there was some good shit in Strixhaven. There was some good shit in Strixhaven. But that was the last time. I've I've literally stopped and I've just been buying the commander decks. Yeah. The the value okay, the thing with the commander decks now is it takes a year, but the value's starting to pick back up. Like yeah, those, but I only those played, Strixhaven commander decks, that fucking uh, Adrix and Nev deck, yeah. that fucking front facing commander is worth money now. Really? Yes. Mm. I think it's like ten bucks, but it's creeping. Mm, whatever. Anything that doubles tokens. Is that the plus, twins? Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah, the one caster. that I play too. <laughs> yeah. What's well, a fun deck? It is. It with is very little modifications, deck. it's a pretty fun functional streamlined deck. And yeah. you, the funny thing is, is like the the double master sets. Dude, I, will I give went. Them- I went off on turn five and popped ten Eldrazi. I played it against you, didn't yeah. I? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't even running Eldrazi then. <laughs> right. Well, it comes with a couple of them that create well, right. tokens. But but I but that's the thing. Like I flipped. What is it? I, I was playing the first time I ran it. I ran it with Mace and uh, Mace was like, I've seen you run just fucking the straight out of the box, like commander decks and run like pilot them fantastically. And I was like, right. Yeah. Because once I catch the catch the play, like I know what I'm doing. Right. And that's what happened with the twin casters on turn five. I had 10 Eldrazi and everyone was just like, oh, fuck. <laughs> and then I became the target. Yeah, you become arch enemy really quick <laughs> if you start popping off too hard. Yep. <laughs> That's why you see a lot of people in like casual. You won't go too hard in. I was. Uh, yeah, I, but it's not like it's not like I do it on purpose. No, no. It's it like happens. it just pops off. and You're like, holy shit. How did I end up with five of these? <laughs> well, that's the exciting part about EDH in general is because like shit just happens. And you're like, wow, that's fucking awesome. It's the it's the uh, with without, you know, weirdness. It's the natural like reactions of things where you it's it, it grasps onto that natural wonder that magic always had mm-hmm. because it's singleton format you don't know what you're going to draw in a hundred card deck so when all of the mechanics start falling into place you're like holy fuck it's actually working i've played that deck five times and every time i've played it i've had a different game with similar outcomes yeah well, because you, you, if you have a theme, you always know how it's going to go. You mm-hmm. just it's just different paths to getting to the same outcome. Yeah, and you know, surviving. But I mean, that's I just I never win, but it it's still matter. fun to. Are play. you having fun? Oh yeah, it's, that's why that's why I only play the starter decks. Everyone's just like, you don't have anything else. I, I've jumped into what is it? Power. They wanted power seven and eight, and I, I I ran twin casters in it, and I fucking kept up with everybody. And everyone's just like, you, you, you didn't change anything. I was like, no, this is the fucking starter deck. The fuck you want me to change? <laughs> I think old gray at this point is sitting at seven or eight. Yeah. Anji, I, I was playing Anji with the madness tokens. Like I kept up with people. Like I got no problem. Like these, these commander decks, people don't realize like they're, you don't have to make too many changes to be competitive with them. You can play them out of the box. And as long as you know the mechanics and how to play the game, you can keep up with people's made decks. I think at this point with the, with the pre-cons being as fucking plentiful as they are, and how how much they've progressed the mana bases. Yeah. Like, starting with Strixhaven and going forward, they've added so much better lands in the deck. And and Dominary United gave us more pain lands. So we have yep. even more flexibility. It's my, hard uh, to not have a deck that's functional. Yeah. My my oldest pre-con is Anji. Good shit. Yeah. It's all good. Yeah. So it's like, and but like, dude, the Strixhaven ones, the... I, which one did I play against you? The where I was like, nope, I'm gonna kill that Eldrazi. I'm gonna add the tokens to this guy. It was the Witherbloom one. 
Oh, yeah. You were playing fucking... uh, I fucking... I popped your Eldrazi, threw 13 tokens, and then swung them at you. (laughs) Like, okay. Yeah. And that's the exciting part. And I gained 13 life out of it. Right. (laughs) That's the exciting part of those games where it's just like, you don't know where they're going to go. Yeah. And, And like... Barring like tutoring shit, like you're you're see that's one thing people get pissed off. It's like oh well, you're taking out the mystery of the game when you have tutors and stuff. I'm like, if you're playing a combo deck, are you though? If you're well, no. If you're playing a combo deck, there are things you need to make the combo go off. Otherwise, you're sitting there twiddling, you're playing with yourself. Yeah, I understand it. And you're finding one card. A tutor at most will get you a th- at the highest like amount. You get like two or three cards to play out of your deck. And if they're the, if you're your combo pieces, so be it. If yeah. no one has an interaction, guess what? You won. I, if you can survive CEDH with black to turn five, not even turn five, you could probably pop off on four. Right. You can have sanguine bond, exquisite blood and your pain, infinite pain on turn five. Mm-hmm. You And tutor it with tutoring it out of your deck. Tutor both combo pieces out of your deck and then drop them down and then you're done. Like, that's it. The turn five, your game's over. Like you win, but that's, but that's like how CEDH works. But if I'm, if I'm running tutors, I run tutors in the, I'm planning on running tutors in the Oloro deck to get the sanguine bond, exquisite blood, but that's not the only thing that's winning me the game. Like I have another way to win the game. That's more painful. (laughs) (laughs) A good deck will always have backup plans to their, to your plans. Because if you're playing and you're all in on one thing, and I get countered like, and you can't get it back. Well, fuck. <laughs> fuck well that's do? the problem with Voltron strategies where you're suiting up one creature into like an impossible, like go, it's called go high strategies where you just stack auras and equipment. If that creature gets killed. I even mutate. if you put shroud and shit on it, like you yeah. make it nearly indestructible. Someone can find a way to get rid of it. Armageddon gets rid of everything. Armageddon. Not, wrath of God. Wrath yeah. of God gets rid of everything. Eh, not really. Indestructible. Can't You can't destroy creatures that are indestructible. Oh, because you destroy all creatures. Yeah, it, it, an indestructible says any effects that destroy this creature will are, are negated. But if you have, either be it damage or a destroy effects. But if you can force someone to sacrifice it, then sacrifice and uh, sacrifice, exile and minus one uh, and uh, debuffs will kill debuffs. it because yeah. you it, it has zero po- zero toughness. It dies. Right. There's nothing you can do even as an indestructible. So there are ways to make it work, and there I look. <laughs> One of my most painful decks that I play when I'm just tired of everyone's bullshit is just it, I call it I call it board wipe tribal. It's it's Orzov and it's there are over 20, 20 plus fucking board wipes in it. I got board wiped with twin casters three times in one game. I was like, you motherfucker. I kept building up a board state. There was one point I think I had that same game. I think I had five command five counters on the commander to bring him back out and i was the only thing i could do was bring him back out at one point i was like okay (laughs) i was like well i'm crippled like every time i build a board i'm gone (laughs) i don't play that deck very often i have a few friends who like playing higher power so they love it because it's like you are the only deck who has interaction i'm like that's the entire point of the deck what do you want what do you want from me i want to do i want to do land destruction yeah, that would I, be. I really, I really do because I think it'd be fun. And then I saw another one that was like, uh, "Oops, all lands" mm-hmm. was the name of it. And I was like, "I oh, have one." God, I want to play that deck. MDFCs actually, you can when you flip them in a cascade, you can count them as lands or or spells. Oh. So you can say, "I'm gonna." These are all considered lands, and I'm flipping them until I hit my spell. So the power. So it doesn't matter what side they're on. They're a land and a spell, and you could just yeah. say, "I think it's a land," and keep flipping into it. So oh, I have a deck shit. that literally just goes off that way. It's <laughs> fucking stupid, and I love can you, it. I wonder, can you do dredge? 
in Commander? Oh, absolutely. There are several decks in Dredge. You could play... There, there are several Golgari decks that run like uh, Life from the Loam. Uh, th- there's a combo. It's... Uh, um, there's a land that has dredge on it. Dakmore Wastes. There's Dakmore. It's uh, Dakmore Wastes, um, Scourge, Scourge Familiar, and um, uh, fuck that one frog. That the, that there's a there's an or, there's a Golgari flavored frog. Gitrog. Gitrog monster. Yeah. And you basically you uh, set you you ditch a land. If a land goes into your graveyard, Gitrog says draw a card. Instead, you dredge it. Keep flipping, and you just basically take your deck and just put it right in your graveyard. Yeah, but then you can and drop you, it and all. And you use Scourge Familiar to generate yeah. like a shit ton of black mana. And then you can you can and literally play from the grave. It's like a reanimator style. Yeah. Right. And then you just put whatever the fuck you want in your hand using a bunch of different spells. And sometimes they run uh, the 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 one black uh, knight, Sir... Oh, I can't remember his name. The one that if a card goes into your graveyard from anywhere... Mm-hmm. Or a card comes out of your graveyard, everyone loses one, you gain one. Oh, God. So you basically just <laughs> dump your fucking graveyard, do 100 damage to everyone, and then gain 100 life and end the game right there. Oh, God. There's a couple of decks that I have that have combos like that. That is crazy. It's funny shit. But, yeah. Nobody runs graveyard hate. I think I'm the only, like, one of two people that run graveyard hate that I know. So there's a joke I make Bajuka about Bajuka Bog, I think, is the most common. The problem with it is the, there's the, there's a curse on Bajuka Bog. You never, you never draw get it. Ju- you never draw Bajuka Bog when you need it. No. It's always in your opening hand. Yep. And you're like, you have to play it because you're like, it's the only black man I have playing Bajuka Bog one turn. Exile your one card from your graveyard. What the fuck? <laughs> Nobody plays beyond that in some cases. If it's like, you're playing black, I'm like, black has a lot of graveyard hate anyways. You, there's a bunch of shit you can play in there, but it's it's like oh man, you don't Re-an- wanna... reanimator from somebody else's graveyard is so much fun. <laughs> Speaking of reanimator, I actually uh, um, Dominary United had an amazing list run, and even uh, fucking uh, Rudy was talking about it. It's like if you bought set boosters for Dominary United, you pulled a great deal of good shit. I pulled part of that one uh, Rakdos combo, um, World Gorger Dragon, and I have the the enchantments that let you pop off infinite with it. There's uh, Animate Dead, Dance of the Dead, and um, uh, Necromancy. Um, so when you play World Gorger Dragon, it um, exiles all permanents. So the moment it does that, other than itself, it'll exile the, the Animate Dead that's animating it. It immediately dies. Everything unexiles. As everything unexiles, the Animate Dead re-animate, re- reactivates. <laughs> oh, you tap all of your lands before that. <laughs> It comes back into play and you just keep doing that until you generate infinite mana. Oh my god. It's funny shit. But I pulled a bunch of shit. I pulled, ended up pulling a goddamn uh, Jinkataxius out of that. I think I have two now from the list slot on that. Jesus. I have three copies of that fucking card now. The list was bountiful this time around. And like I think the set boosters are sitting at like 100 right now. The set booster boxes for Dominator United. It's good shit. It's really good shit. It really is, yeah. I, I, I was going to buy one, too, because I, I noticed that and the Unfinity boxes were like 100, 110 bucks. I was like, the fuck is going on? Like, <laughs> OK, even the collector, the collector boxes, I think we're at like 150. Um, a lot of the older ones are because there's just no uh, there's no value in it. No, I think the Dominaria one. I have to look at I that. Think Dominaria is one, at 150 on, on, right now. on Amazon. Yeah. So um, speaking of the, speaking of that, because we can actually we can actually shoehorn that in. Um, you want to, you want to air your grievance about uh, Warhammer and Amazon? Yeah. The fact that I fucking bought it and 
Dude, wait, commander decks for $21? Gravedigger? <laughs> Uh-oh. I'm in trouble. Oh, is it the uh okay. Another thing we're gonna bring up is they actually are making basic versions of commander decks. Yeah. Where they're meat and potatoes decks with a simple theme, lands and shit in them, that they're selling for relatively cheap. They're the front-facing commanders, they set them as mythic. They're not. None of them are fucking mythic. They're bulk a lot of them are bulk. But the themes are supposed to be fleshed out. We'll find out more about their card card rosters later because they haven't spoiled much on it. My bad. Two nineteen. That's still pretty good. One fifteen for the the set boosters. Wait, no. What is it? It's two nineteen forty three. Oh, that's the for, draft booster. My bad. It's two nineteen forty three for the collector's booster box, and you can get it today. Uh, the packs per Fuck off. So I ordered. Okay. So I pre-ordered this. I fucking cannot stand Warhammer and fucking pre-ordering right now. Because every time I fucking pre-order something Warhammer, it get something fucking stupid happens. And I don't get it on time. Ever. I've been burned on like multiple war. I don't, that's why I don't order like pre-order miniatures anymore. Because I never fucking get them on time. Like every I see everybody else playing with their fucking fancy ass toys. And I don't get it. So today was the release of the Warhammer. Not today. Yesterday was the release of the Warhammer 40k Commander decks, and I pre-ordered them on Amazon like every other fucking normal person did because they were cheaper on Amazon. Well, for a little bit. I got them for 210 bucks for four of them. They shot up to like 300 by the time they shipped them. Mine haven't shipped. After two, two days after I pre-ordered mine, they said I wasn't getting them till December. Now it's October 17th. That's two weeks after they've released them. Why the fuck did I pre-order them? <laughs> I could have gone to the fucking store and bought them off the goddamn shelf at this point. Are they at Walmart now? Have you seen them? I haven't got in there. I went to Walmart. They don't have them yet. The okay. ones by the one the one by me doesn't have them. Well, I didn't go to the super Walmart. I went to the either, smaller Walmart. Either way, like maybe I could have gone to my comic shop and pre-ordered them and gotten them that way. There's people that have them. In, there's people that have them in their fucking hands, dude. They're selling the Necron one for eighty. I don't care. At I pre the, the I pre-ordered mine, and everybody else has theirs but me. Yeah, that's the pro that's that's them's the breaks, kid. I'm sorry, but that the the issue that at hand was is that the the demand the supply demand issue that they were having with the logistics issues they were having with stuff and supplies completely BTFO'd a bunch of stores. Like I ordered mine through eBay through uh, Flipside Gaming because they have their own storefront on eBay, mm -hmm. and I just bought it there. And I was they replenished. But I was part of the second wave of their replenishment, so I'm not getting mine until later. I don't care. I'll get when I get mine. I get mine. I'm yeah, but not I want to fucking ass. play with mine. <laughs> I get it. I get it. You're a you're a bigger Warhammer buff than I am. You want that shit. Yeah. But for me, and it's precons. It's it's they're, yeah, first they're off the, what I play all the time, mm -hmm. and it's a, in a universe that I love. Mm -hmm. Why the fuck wouldn't I buy this product? <laughs> now you get to sit there with blue balls until yeah. you go to Walmart and pick one up. At least I didn't buy the thousand dollar fucking collector's version. <laughs> uh, yeah, we we had to come back to that bullshit, didn't we? Yep. The uh, the, well, they're sitting at under, under a thousand now. I think that was nine twenty three last time I checked on eBay. Um, for the fork, the collectors the collectors versions of these deck are completely foiled out, and they come out Pringled out of the fucking packs. Congratulations, anybody who bought them or buying them for monetary value. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. I should have warned you, because a lot of these people were 40k fans, not Magic fans. Mm-hmm. And they didn't realize what they were getting into when they bought it. 
Mm-hmm. I'm so sorry. We should have warned you, but we were so happy for you that you finally found a way into magic with the, with our crack addiction. We didn't warn you ahead of time. It's our fault. We'll take the L for it. Enjoy your Pringles, though. They're not even selling them. Oh, my fucking God. Now I'm mad. Now I'm mad. You can still pick up the five commanders from New Compena for 150 That's actually not bad. Yeah, they're good decks, too. You can get the Ikoria ones for 241 Hmm. The Ikoria ones actually have some good value in them, though. Yeah. So they have the free cast spells in there. Anyway, so yeah, they're not selling them on there. Hold on, let me see if the, it's the collector one, right? Commander deck, collector. I think it's, uh, <sighs> let's see. I'll look, you're looking on Amazon, I'll look on eBay. You're, they're not even on Amazon anymore. They've already pulled the listing down off the official. Uh, for four of them right now, it is eight forty nine ninety five with free three day shipping. Eight hundred dollars, dude. What is what is what with, is what is what is with one thousand dollars being the new like standard for Magic? I feel like a thousand dollars. It used to be six hundred dollars for a case. Mm-hmm. For a case, that's six boxes. You can still get them for six hundred bucks for the draft ones that have no real value in them that you're just doing to draft them. But they're. Then why come up with Jumpstart packet? The Jumpstart packs aren't selling. Don't give me start, dude. Don't the Dominary me. United Jumpstart packs are completely bombing. Yeah, there's no value. They're like in eighty them. bucks. Yeah, for the, for a case of them, you could. Yeah, they're, they're worth nothing. They're they, this, they're going to end up fire fire selling those too, and they're not. There's no value in them. All of the all the rares, all the commons, everything's the same. There is no difference. Yeah, they took the fucking Jumpstart concept. They made four for each color. To have different themes, and they're, they're not even that different. Listen, if you watch so the I, I understand. Of them, they're I understand they're for new players. I understand they're for new players, but the fuck? Yeah, like what happened to the old starter decks they used to sell? The sixty card starter decks for standard. And get this: the new like yearly jumpstart because there's going to be a yearly one because they're not doing, um, fucking they're not doing core sets anymore. Mm-mm. They're doing jumpstart now. Because it's more profitable for them. They're going to have... Each pack will have an anime treatment of one card in there. Oh, yeah, I forgot. <laughs> in addition to new rares, new legendary creatures, a whole bunch of random shit. And they're all going to be randomized. Because that's what they do. Those will have more appeal. And they're doing... I hope they're learning now, after the Dominator United jumpstart bullshit, that they're not... They, they cannot... They either need to change the formula or they just don't need to do this. Because yeah. if I can go into the collectors, if I can go into the collectors boosters or the set boosters and get the same fucking cards, then I'm not wasting my time buying Jumpstart. There's no point. You're doing it purely to draft it. To, well, to it's for new together. players. Well, it's also for people who like playing limited. Because Jumpstart's very good in a limited format. Like if you bought a box, yeah. Which, but if I'm if I'm doing limited, I'm drafting. Hold on, now I got to look this up because I'm 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 sorry, like. There's still places that run drafts. Like, if I'm doing limited, I'm drafting. Because at the Pro Tour level, they do drafting. So it's like, if... Man. I wish they I wish they separated it out like they do for everything else. But, like, the Pro Tour will go from, like, a standard tournament to a modern tournament to a, dra- to a limited draft tournament. Okay, for a booster box of Dominator United Jumpstart, it's 59 bucks. For for a booster box of the original Jumpstart, a hundred and nine bucks. Because there's still value in it. 
It's still cheaper than when they first came out. I think they were sitting at 200 originally. They yeah. have lost value. You could still buy one and draft it. Well, it's because they this because they redid the uh they reprinted everything from the original Jumpstart. Like Allosaurus Shepherd got a reprint, reprint. A couple of the legends got reprints in some of the right. decks. Uh, no, nothing yeah. major, but like oh, anything that really had, still still got that, a reprint. Tiny Bones hadn't gotten a reprint yeah, yet. Yeah, but anything that really that really needed a reprint got one. Like Allosaurus Shepherd was an $80 card, now it's what 40. Yeah. And if you wanted it in the cool full art treatment, it's only like 5 bucks more. Right. But don't give it time. They'll jump right back up. Those cards are always played. So in And they're played in Eternal formats. So fuck them. They'll jump right back up pretty shortly. That's yeah. why I grabbed Bloom Tender when I could. And I bought the full art treatment. And it was only like 15 bucks. I, Bloom Tender was a $50 card. If they ever go back to Eldraine, I need to get into that They are. That it's set. called Wilds of Eldraine. And it's going to be happening in 2023. I need to get into that version. Because like I missed out on all of the storytelling stuff, which was... When we got all the fairies, like Bitter Blossom and... Bitter Blossom came out of, El- of Lorwyn. The, the Eldraine block. Right, get you. Yeah. <laughs> they, have a lot of, they have a lot of good fairies in there. A few good fairies. Um, yeah. Um, fucking... The giants, the stories. The stories were cool. Lorwyn I want to go back to because that actually had good flavor to it too. But that's the problem. They're not... You, you've, they've introduced a bunch of new planeswalkers who have their own stories to tell. They've only really delved into one of them in the main card game. And they're killing off all the old ones. Fine by me. I don't really give a fuck. They killed off a Johnny and he came back as a fucking Phyrexian. Complete. That's a funny. Complete Phyrexian. It's a funny card. It's really funny. I love it. It's like in the way it's actually flavored. It's like all of its abilities are like what a Johnny would normally do. And then the final one just poison counters. And you're yeah, just like, you're like, what? <laughs> what? All the versions look normal, except for like the one full art treatment, which has like wires and shit coming out of the side of his head. I'm like, there you yeah. go. Yeah. That's what you needed. Mm. And then, and then Liliana leaves fucking Strixhaven to come back. And becomes and Liliana like, of the Veil again. A card <laughs> that was sitting at like 60 fucking dollars is 30 out of goddamn. The funny uh, part is, is the full art version is cheaper than the regular version because she looks so fucking horrible. She oh looks like a God. granny. So it's like the full art version is like is like sitting at like 20, was sitting at 25 at its lowest. And the regular version was 30. <laughs> and they made such a point to say that she was going to stay in Strixhaven because she was sad over a Johnny dying. And no, nothing she not a Johnny. Uh, fucking uh, Gideon. Gideon. Yeah, because yeah, Gideon. Gideon took her curse from her. Mm-hmm. He took the L for her and she wanted to try and bring him back. But she decided to just be a teacher there and she even gave up the, the hunt for trying to find a way to res him. Yeah. Because like she talked and to Belagos with her room and he's back. like, fucking no. The, the Raven Man baited her to come back. Who we oh. find out is actually Limduel. Oh. They, they, they did the callback. He's act, it's actually Limduel. Back from Ice Age. Callback. But yeah, funny shit. Yeah. And yeah. If you bought, if you like, I said, if you bought the foil Pringles, get a good case for them, get a humidor, do something to make them bet, make the bed and go away because they're not going to be worth nothing. Yep. They've they what they at their highest they were sitting at what a grand for the full Over set of four twelve hundred. Yeah, and now they've dipped. They are they are fucking eight hundred and. So if you bought them at the twelve hundred, you you fucked yourself. Yeah, you've lost value on it. Congratulations. Already. And all you're gonna do is gonna keep losing value on it. Well, yeah, because they bend. They fucking bend. Yep. The fucking. Oh, oh my God. Okay. This is why what Rudy says about it, they're going to keep upping the the ante and just try and see what they can get out of it. You need to make a good quality product for that. If you keep fucking up like this, if your foils are bending out of the box, 
under collector's item that you don't have an MSRP on, so anybody can charge whatever the fuck they want on it. They're they're bringing the MSRP back though. They have to because it's fucking pointless for them not to do that. They were doing it specifically for the EU because the EU has so many different dissident prices. There's no point in having an MSRP. The problem with it is the price gouging was horrendous everywhere else. Mm-hmm. It's gotten to the point where people's MSRP they're basing it on Target and Walmart because they're the only ones who have their own sur- their suggested MSRP. price. Yeah, yeah. They don't have a choice. They have to have built-in prices. They're not going to sell at the secondary market price. They'd get fucking raked over the coals for that because yep. they're not they're not fucking collectors. They're a big box store trying to sell shit. Right. They don't give a fuck about that. Yeah. And that's, that shit that sits on that card shelf, nobody gives a fuck about the shit over there. How many times do you walk in there you have to dig through it? That's how I found, I found the Anji deck, the Madness deck. Mm-hmm. That was sitting at my fucking Walmart. Who knows how long that fucking shit's been sitting there. Dude there, <laughs> d- dude, there were some fucking places that still had shit from the, uh, the other, the fucking uh, Morph deck from that era, too. Yeah, th- that was the other deck that was sitting yeah. next to Anji, and I was like, okay, whatever. Like, Yeah, it's just like, they, they, they literally, some of those decks are still, they're, they're still sitting at, per, at cheap prices on dude, Amazon. I remember, I remember going into Toys R Us when Toys R Us was still around. My kid was nine, so nine, 15 minus nine. What is that, six? So six years ago. And New Phyrexia was on the clearance rack at Toys R Us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Those sets are, for, are pre- premium right now. That's what I'm saying. But they were, they were literally... And at that time, New Phyrexia was way out of print. Mm-hmm. It was like five or six years out of print from that point. You're talking to somebody who, over the course of two years, went hunting... When Ikoria was a thing, and the year before that, when they had Savine, which had fucking uh, Dockside Extortionist in it, mm-hmm. I bought, I think I have like five or six foil Savines from that fucking deck because I just kept buying it for the Dockside Extortionist. <laughs> Dude, at that point, they were $60 a piece. I was trading it into my fucking LGS and just getting boxes with them. Two got me a box. Just, here you go. Pre ordering. It's like money. Prince fucking money. And the Ikorias, the free cast spells. Fierce Guardianship, Deflecting Swat, were two of the most popular free cast spells in that fucking block. Yep. And the fucking Fierce Guardianship was sitting at 40 when it first came out. It's over, It's sitting at 70 right now for that card. Deflecting Swat's nearly 50. I bought as many of those as I could fucking find. I did not even, I didn't even fucking blink when I bought them. Yeah, if I saw I them on the shelf and they were a decent amount of them, I bought one of each and I'm just like... It prints money. I still have an extra Fierce Guardianship in my binder and an extra Deflecting Swat because I just had that many extra. Yeah. I think I've got two of each in my in my collection right now because it's just... I Just so you know, if, 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 look, dear viewers, I'm not a collector in the in the MTG Finance concept. My view is to flip card, cardboard for cardboard. So if I'm turning shit in, it's to get more cardboard. Yeah. <laughs> I'll eventually build my house out of it, and maybe if there's enough lead in it, it'll prevent me from getting nuked when the drop nukes inevitably drop. It's going to happen. We just... It's going to happen. <laughs> Hopefully you got enough lead in your paint and your walls and asbestos. Just be glad Phil's not saying this. <laughs> yeah, I'll take that. I'll take that. I'll take that W. But yeah, we, we, went back to, we went back and listened to that old episode and just realized how right Phil ended up being. If you want to go and listen to those old episodes, please do that on Podbean or feel free to do that on YouTube as long as it wasn't claimed. But yeah, he called it. He mm-hmm. fucking called it. We are sitting in a place right now where if you're out on the outside looking in, 
Their stock's tanking right now. Mm -hmm. I think it's like 60 a share. Buy the dip is what they always say. This is not financial advice. Because I'm not getting my ass chewed out for that. Yeah, I don't think it's going back up, though. Well, I mean, Rudy's going to be really unhappy because that motherfucker has majority share in that fucking system. <sighs> Dumbass. But he's, dude, the amount of collectors and collectibles and shit he has, that man's worth money regardless. So speaking of, I've, there's a guy on TikTok that I've been following that we're mutuals. We follow each other. And I was in his live last night. This guy painted for McFarlane Toys, NECA nice. and Hasbro. He, he still works for NECA, but on like a part-time basis. Like this guy's worked on some of my favorite fucking toys and he follows me like, dude, I was like, so like he, I'm, I told him, I was like, dude, you know, you're like a celebrity to me right now. Right. Like, <laughs> like you're in a toy insider that still works for them and gets to paint their toys. Like what? <laughs> I'm like, how do I get this gig? <laughs> I don't know. Cool guy. Very cool guy. It's his his name on TikTok. If you want to follow him, is called the Splatter House, and he paints a lot of horror toys, and it's fucking phenomenal. <laughs> well, ain't that a fucking name? Yeah, love it. So, but yeah, uh, I don't know. I I just fucking you alternate between just sheer audacity of this bitch and just like laughter because it's just like. Is this the point where is this the point Phil was talking about where shit gets so fucking desperate where they're like they're throwing the power nine against the wall they have to, to see what fucking sticks? Yeah. Well, the one thing that uh, my buddy Ty was talking about, he's like, they're not catering to you anymore. Mm -mm. His statement was they're catering to the fucking the, the crypto, the crypto millionaires mm -hmm. who, are, who have started, who have been, who are collecting sports cards. And mm -hmm. are now just turning their fucking attention to another another fucking collectible. Pokemon, Pokemon. Now they see Pokemon. They can't go anymore because Pokemon, Pokemon said a, fuck you. Yeah, they said fuck you and overprinted the sets because they want people to actually play the game. Right. God forbid a company would actually want you to enjoy the product that they actually released for you. Which, by the way, Pokemon is still a fantastic game. Yeah. <laughs> a, a fantastic game for all ages. And you know what? I just have no complaints about that. My son keeps trading in his cards because he doesn't play. But boy, howdy, he gets a lot of money out of it. Uh, yeah, no, it's uh, it's still a good it's still a good game. Like, I'm just I collect the cards just to collect the cards. But yeah, I don't think I actually like I think I buy a pack like here and there. Like just because. Yeah. But like, yeah, the, the thing with it is, is the the. MTG has gotten to the point where they've literally turned into Yu-Gi-Oh with their rarities mm -hmm. with the ghost rares, ghost rare equivalent being like fucking textured foils. Yu-Gi-Oh doesn't have a reserve list. Uh, they have a, for, they have forbidden cards for ban list. Right. They don't have, they don't have a reserve list. They'll a reserve the list. Fuck they want. Exactly. And they ghost... still want people to enjoy the game and have a collector aspect to it. Yeah. And the thing with it is, is like we got to the point where, like the base levels of the cards are relatively affordable. Like even there are even modern staples that have become affordable. There are decks that you can play that are actually so, under sub five hundred dollars if you wanted to get into modern. Somebody actually said take the thousand dollars and get yourself into a format. Oh, 100 percent. If you're going to spend a thousand dollars on four packs, get yourself into a format and play that format or buy fucking or buy actual power or yeah. go buy dual lands. You know what that grand will get you a. Uh, I believe at this point, if you go for revised, you can get a complete play set of the original duels at moderately played. Mm -hmm. And you can sit on those if you want to. And you know what? It'd be better value. But the problem with it is, is because they're doing this, 
it's done two things. It's made more. Uh, this is something that even Rudy brought up. It's put more eyes on the reserve list mm-hmm. cards because those will be worth more money because they're the original versions of it. I don't know if they'll be worth more. And it'll it, it's created a new facet because you have the retro versions of those cards and the modern treatments of them, and they're all going to have their own price points. Mm. Dude, a I think I spent 160, 170 for a gold bordered Gaius Cradle from one of the one of the tournament decks. Oh my god, those decks were like, and when those came out, those were like 15, 20 bucks. Yep. They're unplayable in in in, uh, in tournaments, but who the fuck cares? I remember buying the one with the had Force of Wills in it, and mm-hmm. I ended up getting a rid of a, the whole play set of Force of Wills probably like ten years ago, mm-hmm. and I didn't get shit for them. Now they're probably worth like each one is probably worth a hundred bucks. Um, because they're gold bordered, they're ha- they take the original price and have it. So Force of Wills sitting between a hundred and hundred and twenty, so about sixty forty to sixty dollars. Okay, yeah, that's about what I I'm sold. Saying, them for I tell back you this because too, I bought yeah. one. I have a gold border yeah. force of will. That's what I, I sold mine for about that much. Then that's I'm fine. Good. I'm it's, good. It's, yeah, it's good. You you made it out. Yeah, but like the shit that's the shit that's holding value or shit that people are playing in Commander, like Grim Monolith, the gold border version is like eighty. The regular version is almost like two hundred and fifty, but that's gonna happen. It's an Urza Saga block. That shit's fucking gold. It prints yeah. money. Um, the guy's guy cradle so is still <laughs> sitting above a hundred dollars. It's worth more. Th- a gold bordered fake card is worth more than f- than fucking Lake of the Dead, which is a real card. Mm-hmm. The fuck does that say? It's because it's a copy of the old card, right? It yeah. still it still holds value, and because I, Commander is such a thing, those. and as a casual format that no one gives a fuck about, and even CEDH doesn't care about proxies. What does it matter? No, it doesn't. They've. Watsi has done you done you a dis, uh, done you a service and a disservice at the same time. They've spit in your eye because they've told you that after thirty years of you playing this game, they only care about the highest the highest dollar value players. At the same time, they have now validated proxies. Yep, they have made it so that the proxy market has feet under it. If this doesn't piss you off as a collector, I don't know what the fuck to tell you. The only people buying, the only people that are going to end up buying product are going to be collectors, because people are going to realize how easy it is to proxy. Do you know how incestuous that's going to become? The only time, the only thing, that, the only people who are going to be trading slabbed cards of like Power Nine or any of the reserveless shit are collectors to collectors. Mm-hmm. There's no new blood. Mm-hmm. That's going to fucking dwindle out, and mm-hmm. that's going to be sitting in someone's safety deposit box and getting sold off. And you can't play it. What do you think the scalpers did to the Pokemon community? Oh, I'm sure they slapped, slapped and sold everything they fucking could. And that's fine. Well, but not, it's going to die. Not, but, but, then, but it killed a lot of the new blood. Oh, of no, course. None of those kids in the, in the thing are going to go after those cards. So two things are going to happen. They're going to drop in price or, like you said, collector to collector. Yeah, it's going to become they're, they're going to be spit swapping with each other and yep. no one's going to be able to get in. And if all they wanted was an old boys club for that, vintage is absolutely an old boys club. I will admit it wholeheartedly. But mm-hmm. guess what happens? That's it. It's just you. Mm-hmm. It's you and two other people just fucking circling each other like vultures. It's one of you dies. And then you wait until it gets sent into an estate sale and you buy it. And you're the only one sitting on a heap of plastic you can do nothing with. And yep. what happens if the fucking market finally crashes and magic completely becomes useless? You have nothing. Mm-hmm. No one's going to buy that shit. You, yep. Dude, you're talking to someone who is an avid L5R collector from the old days of L5R. The most expensive cards in there are still under 50. 
I'm, I'm actually shocked people are still playing the game. <laughs> they don't. At this point, it's just collectors. Yeah. And you're talking to someone who's collected a good majority of the shit in the game. How much shit did I dump on you, too? <laughs> I think you, that came along with the Lake of the Dead, didn't it? <laughs> you did drop some extra shit, but it was like yeah. bits, and bits and bobs. Yeah. Um, but I think not you just got you. my unicorn, didn't you? Yeah. I was about to say, you got my diamond unicorn. Um, you, uh, one of our friends from Tuesday Game, he dumped an entire fucking collection on me. Um, like I just ended up with all this shit. At one point I had a suitcase of bulk that was so fucking heavy. I literally had to give it to my friend and just like, here, take this, pull what you want of it and throw it the fuck away. Cause I'm not dragging it from house to house anymore. It was heavier than sin. I could not physically move it. Jesus. That's how much fucking cardboard I had. Dude, I'm sitting on two full collections of fucking jihad. I also dumped that on you. <laughs> multiple you, times <laughs> right but yours your collection wasn't nearly as big as our one friend no he had, he had a fucking because i built box filled with it because i built my decks and then those were my decks forever right like that's what it was you didn't need many cards to play that game no the problem with a game is if there's not new cards to refresh the pool the game starts to decay it's a problem with warlord that's what happened with that game that phil loved that game that's the problem with fucking 7C. 7C fucking died for that reason because they just stopped caring. If you don't have somebody who's dedicated to the fucking game who is going to keep refreshing the pool, it's going to die. There's no way around it. Like even Star Wars, the, the Decipher game, that fucking died. No, Watsy fucking killed that game. That's nah, fine. <laughs> That's fine. Watsy picked it up and then fucked it. <laughs> yeah. Well, then it turned into a living card game. And yeah. that it, to me... I love living card games in a concept because it's kind of like its own self-contained thing. But at so the same time, here's it holds why, no value. Here's why I like living card games. And I just figured out why. I usually hate, I used to hate them, I, especially like L5R and shit like that. Now it relies on how well you can play the game. Yeah. Because everybody has access to the same shit. So now it literally relies on how well can you play the game. Mm -hmm. That's it. Yeah. Everyone has the same stuff. You're the one who ends up constructing your deck yep. at the end of the day. Yeah. So, I mean, I th I would almost prefer that now because it's like because like I said, people can see that I can take a pre-con and fucking run up against some competitive bullshit for a while. I may not win, but I could I could play at the table. Right. Right. But at the same time, like if that was a living card game, we all had access. I could probably win that. <laughs> mm -hmm. So I think it, I just, it, it, it's to the point now where I think even Watsi has realized that. It's better at this point, especially with how people are kind of moving away from the competitive scene. There is still a competitive scene. I may have shit on it earlier, mm -hmm. but I will. There is still a competitive scene because there's still some sort of support for it, either be third party or otherwise. That's because you got fucking Post Malone out there playing Magic the Gathering. So now everyone's just like, "Oh, Post Malone plays, and we need to we need to ride his dick to the fucking next Magic tournament." Okay. I don't give a fuck. It brings in new blood, and that's what I care about. But at the same time, it's like he doesn't even know how to play at that competitive level. They're just like, oh, it's a celebrity. We want to be like him. Cool. Okay. Like, dude, it, at the end of the day, if he's having fun and everyone else is having fun, I don't give a fuck what he does. He, no, dude dude can come either. riding in with, with fucking blackboarded fucking beta, you know, dual lands. And fucking all the best foiled shit, and I still wouldn't give a fuck. I'd be like, "Cool, man, let's just keep, let's just play." Unless he's, unless he's gonna be, unless he's gonna be one of those have-nots or gatekeepers, with like you have to play with real he's shit. He's not. He's not. He didn't give yeah. a fuck. He's trying to have fun. Yeah. All of them are just trying to have fun. So when I see him, I'm but like, the problem is, is that he's being used 
I'm sure to sell the bullshit product like the 30th anniversary. Well, that the, the, him, that one fucking Cassius fo- Marsh. Cassius Marsh. I was gonna say that one football player who owns uh, was it Cash? His 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 uh, game store is called like Cash Plus know. or something. Yeah. Like, th- but they know you have to know that that's what's going on. Some people you can't don't. not know that somebody's fucking using your name for shit if you've been in the business this long. They're getting paid to do it now, though. Then well, maybe not post, but po- well. He's getting paid in one way or another. Right. Never assume that mon- money is the only way these people can get shit. Mm. Product, fucking specialty items that no one else has. You know, he's not even that good of a football player, bro. He was, he came, he had one game with the Chicago Bears where he drew a shitty fucking penalty and he was third string. The only reason he played is because somebody else got injured. Like, okay, you cool. You were in the NFL, bro. <laughs> you made a hundred thousand a year. Woo. <laughs> Dude, it goes back to the statement you made earlier. It puts eyes on new fresh eyes on the game. If you get people who are well, were let's say it this way, but old he, magic he was players sold, who were, he was sold to the magic community as being an NFL player. Okay, cool. But the people who followed sports were like, the fuck? <laughs> he had one game <laughs> where his name was mentioned, it was for fucking a stupid ass penalty that fucking hurt the Bears. Okay. Like, yeah. <laughs> I don't care. I don't dude. I don't care about that kind of stuff. If it's getting new people and new blood into it, good. Because at the end of the day, we're responsible. And this should be the ultimate understanding that you have to have. We, as the players, are responsible for the upkeep of the community. Mm-hmm. Watsy may provide us with shit here and there, but they don't give a shit. They are a business trying to make money. There's a reason why Commander's so popular now. Right. Because it wasn't created by them. Mm-hmm. was created by a, a judge who was doing it as a way to enjoy a game that he was probably getting bored with at that point because he was a judge. Mm-hmm. When you've taken a game and turned it into numbers, it's going to get boring real fucking quick. So when he created Elder Dragon Highlander ever so long ago, he was doing it because he wanted to reinvigorate something. He wanted to get back to the meat and potatoes of why he liked the game. And he created that format doing so. And in doing so, sparked another level of creativity. And don't assume that Commander is going to be forever. It'll it's a fad like it, it, it's a phase like everything else, and, and maybe something else takes over, or maybe Magic dies. You ultimately have to be the one who cultivates the community based on what's going on with within it. Wizards doesn't give a shit. If you didn't know that, now you do. You are the <laughs> community. No, now you know. <laughs> right, your LGS, you. You have to be the ultimate cultivators of those communities so that they stand, you know, they have longevity. I'm not going to say stand the test of time because everything dies. Right. But if you can pass that on to your next generation or next generation, even if the game dies, the concept can still remain a tangible form that can turn into something else down the road and have its own legs. If Magic would have died and Watsy threw out the 30th edition and they released the full set... For a thousand dollars, the full set of beta again for a thousand dollars. I don't know if there's anybody who wouldn't have bought it. That's what I'm saying. I would have bought it. I would have found a it way to buy it. It would have been nostalgia. The game's dead. You're like, holy shit! I can own a piece of piece of history now. Okay, that's not what they're giving you. No, <laughs> they're giving you a gotcha pun hit, mm-hmm. a, a whiff of what that might be. Mm-hmm. And if you crack it, if you crack anything other than value, and I'm saying. At least one dual land, mm-hmm. at least one power nine. 
I don't care what it is. You have to pull at least those two things. Mm-hmm. You have not made your money back. And I'm saying out of the four packs, two of them have to have power and two of them have to have duels. Mm-hmm. Everything else can be duds as long as you pull the power and you pull duels. Two of each. That's my statement. That may change when the values of this thing start hitting the market and we start seeing what those things end up being worth. If I pulled a 7-7 fucking worm, I would be pissed. Because <laughs> if you pulled it, at, let's say you pulled it at the fucking retro treatment, you yeah. pulled a fucking, uh, a fucking uh, craw worm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you'd fucking you'd, you'd split your fucking yep. you'd you'd have a goddamn heart attack. Yep. What happens if you, God help you, if you put that fucking thousand dollars and you pulled nothing, four mm-hmm. packs, nothing. I would shit myself out of rage at that point. But you know what's going to happen? No one's opening them. No, there will be well, there will be channels who open them for the views right. because they know that the value for them is going to be in cracking it. Right. The ones who are buying them to sit on them, they're never opening those. Nope. They're going to sit them, and the tangible chance of somebody opening power is what they're going to sell it on, like yep. any other booster box. Yep. And if that, and that's what's going to happen. I'm going to say, I'm going to say what what what, what uh, fucking Rudy said. People are buying this. You may not want to. You may not want to believe it. You may want to lie to yourself. This is getting bought. Well, just like the four commander collector decks, people yeah. bought those. I thought nobody was going to buy them either, but fuck, man. God help, but God help me if you bought them at the $1,200 price point right. before they yeah. dropped. Yeah. Oh, my God. I Again, because they're Warhammer players, I feel horrible for them if they bought them just as like a vanity piece. Yeah, but I don't think they're looking at the price dropping right now either. I think they bought them and like, oh, this is going to be awesome. And then they're keeping them as Warhammer players. Okay. They're cool. not. I Because I, I know. Fuck. <laughs> right. Right. As he surveys his fucking pile of nightmares. Right. Yeah. Self-inflicted pain. But yeah, to, to to those of you who bought them or are buying them or pre-ordered them, I wish you the best of luck. I really do. I don't want to shit on anybody who spends their money in any particular way. I merely state buyer beware on anything like this. I don't care if it's collector's boosters. I don't care if it's double masters, VIP boosters. Understand the value you get out of it should be firstly entertainment. If you were going in for monetary value, you were better served going into the stock market, to a lesser extent, crypto, <clears throat> anything where you can cultivate value that isn't collectibles that are cardboard, I'd say go that direction. And as I've said before, I'm not, I'm not a financial expert, but I'm comfortable stating that I can look and I can observe that what the data I have in front of me and make a hard and fast statement on what that potentially could mean for the future for people. Don't fuck yourself over this. This, If you want the cards, there are myriad proxy creators. We won't name any of them because we're not dicks, but know that they exist and Google exists to look them up. I have a proxy guy I go to. I have a proxy company you know what? I go through. I don't How, give a shit. I have, I have an idea. <laughs> I will put... Um... I'll see if I'll see if someone will sh- will give me the links to the stuff. He's told me he's going to give them to me anyway. I think he's given to me before, but we'll make it a subscriber thing. I will put it in the resource section of the Discord on how to create your own proxies and have them printed and shipped to you for less than a hundred dollars for a deck of a hundred mm-hmm. for proxies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Absolutely. 
and I will I will I will, sh- I will put step by step process in the resource tab in the Discord. <laughs> and and if and if Watsi ever wanted to step in and you know put a cease oh, and desist and hold on, you, you cause this. We when we say proxies, we mean actual proxies. Like the backs of the cards, we do not promote putting the magic backs on them. Right. You can put whatever the fuck you want on the back, but we're not we're not saying counterfeit cards. We're saying proxies. Right. There's a uh, a complete difference between those. We're not reselling these cards to try to cheat someone out of something. It's we're not committing a fraudulent activity. We are proxying them for our own fucking use. Yeah. Period. Which it should be in the first place. <laughs> right. First and foremost, if you're making proxies, and I don't care if it's as basic as you writing in pen on a on a planes, you know, black. The old Lotus. way we used to do it. The do you know, you know how many way. fucking you know how many fucking reserved islands I used to write on to test cards? Oh god, that was my favorite way to do it. Yeah. <laughs> my favorite way to do it. <laughs> yeah, it's it, and it, 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 the old ways are always the best ways. Yeah. But you can also just, you know, have a color printer and just print fucking whatever you want. Print sheets and then throw them over another card. Right. (laughs) There's nothing stopping you from doing it. The the intrinsic value of owning the card ultimately is a 50-50 between the value it holds in the secondary market and the value it holds to you for having a piece of what magic is, what what Watsi's created. And again, we've said it's not worth anything unless you sell it. Correct. Orlando, fucking golden rule. It's worth zero until you actually sell it. You can look at all the prices online. Mm-hmm. Guarantee you you're not getting that value. No. And I'm the, I don't even say this of Power 9. If you have Power 9, you may not even get anywhere near what these people are selling their shit for. You won't. Because these people are... You have to fight for that kind of money on eBay. Not even that. A lot of these like higher prices are graded cards at an auction, specifically for people who have money. Mm-hmm. Like that's what these are selling for. So a lot of the prices that have been set for some of these cards are set at an auction. So, I mean, take that for what it's worth. Right. <laughs> and then you got people like fucking Logan Paul going out. To, I swear to fucking God, if I ever got the chance, I'd rip his fucking nuts from his body and feed him to him. Just don't uh, let him get anywhere near magic, please. I don't have any fucking <laughs> patience for that. You can you can torpedo Pokemon. Just don't go anywhere near I, the shit that I'm I doing. I started blocking anything that puts his face on it, including all of the wrestling shit. I cannot fucking stand that he's wrestling right now. And I'm not even a wrestling fan. Like I thought he was boxing. No, he's wrestling. Is he wrestling now? He's I'm, in the WWE. Oh, motherfucker. <sighs> Look, I appreciate the grind set, but that guy keeps fucking it keeps failing upwards and it makes me it makes yeah. me frustrated. Yeah. That guy had that yeah. guy must have a goddamn amazing agent for him to be able to pull this shit. That he's able to do the dumbest shit he's been doing and still fucking come How did out. he survive the fucking suicide forest? How money? How do, how do you how do you survive show money, dude? He's worth money. There's the reason he fucking keeps failing upwards. The dude's a, the dude's a chuckle fuck, but he's not he's not stupid enough to not be fucking not realize his own own worth in the in the grand scheme of things. That's why YouTube only fucking slapped him on the wrist. He was back up and running in what a week. Hmm. They pulled his AdSense. Who the fuck does he care? At that point, he was already a multimillionaire. He's just like, oh, no, I'll have to wait a moment until they reinstate my fucking AdSense. And then I go back to doing what I was fucking doing. And the bad publicity gets me even more popular. Again, no, ba- there's no such thing as bad publicity. He can it be just makes complete- me want to beat his ass even more. And I'm sure <laughs> and I'm sure and I'm sure if you were in if you were in fighting fit, 
fucking condition, you would go at him with fucking both hands. I'll fight him fucking in a wheelchair, goddammit. Like, <laughs> I don't think I won't. I'll fucking black knight his ass from fucking... fucking silver chariot that shit. I'm gonna fucking hit you. Bam! I'll be the fucking black knight from Monty Python. No fucking arms and legs, still trying to bite at his fucking ankles. <laughs> I appreciate the I appreciate the tenacity, you goddamn, you goddamn know, Rottweiler. Right? Anyway, alright. Yes, holy so, fuck. as the... We're over the two-hour mark right now. Oh, God, yes. Two, two hours and six minutes. Nice. A um, chunky episode of fucking insanity. But I will leave you with, or we will leave you with, some of the most hilarious news ever. <laughs> did we cover Wonderfeld last time? The old TSR? We did. That was our last so, episode. Old TSR, we were complaining about Giant Lands, and we, we have a breaking news update from yesterday. Um Breaking, a small fire in the stock room led to a damage of about 10% of the remaining Giant Lands first edition stock. Fire extinguisher deployed, suspected arsonist last seen with a smudge stick headed towards the restroom. Like, <laughs> remaining stock, 10% of it? You mean 10% of 100? <laughs> Not remaining stock. I don't know anybody that fucking bought that game. If you fucking bought that game... Don't even bother telling me because I'm just going to laugh at you. <laughs> no, 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 no. We want we want to know how bad it is first. Then we'll laugh at you. Yeah. <laughs> Tell exactly. us how bad it is. But then you likely you'll laugh with us because you realized how much of how much of a fucking waste it really was. Right. We'll exactly. have a good laugh. That's the end of the day. That's what we're going to do. And remember, as always, stay sexy and go fuck yourselves. <laughs>